I'm the target of a meat missile going 150 miles an hour plus. That got really <laughs> exciting all of a sudden. I'm doing canopy safety. Um, I drive like an Asian, so I don't know if it's the most appropriate thing ever. I'm killing it. Utah, give me two. You're listening to Gravity Lab Radio, hosted by DJ Marvin and produced by Nicholas Lott. Have we talked about skydiving the whole time? Right? I get fair enough. You listen to Jordan Peterson at all? Not a whole bunch. He, no. he uses fair enough in a way that I like. Fair enough. Fair can enough. Can you say fair enough in three different ways? Like, can you say it like sassy, angry, and. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. Fair enough is like nice and I'm agreeing with you. That's if a good I'm not agreeing with you, it's probably like, yeah, fair enough. That's kind of. That's kind of like a Blake thing. I, I feel like I just sounded like Blake. What 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 were the other ones? I just did like agreeable, not agreeable, What's sassy. You could be like, like r- really happy. Fair about enough. It. Like kind of passive aggressive. Yeah, it's passive. But I feel aggressive. like you could do that with anything. So maybe it's not. Maybe it's just me. Uh, me I'm overthinking a Canadian. It. We know passive aggressive. <laughs> really? Apparently, it's a thing. <laughs> I've been labeled passive aggressive. Really? Sure. Yeah. By like drops on people or people like everyone. Yeah. Really? For sure. I've, I've tried to curb it. How did you try to curb it? By not being passive aggressive. By just being aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> just being angry. Just take aggressive, aggressive. <laughs> Super. <laughs> well, at least I'm not passive about it. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah, you got it. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, guys, what's up? We are live, by the way. Hey. Uh, normally, we hit a conversation about uh, if you don't want to talk about anything, let us know now. If we ever hit that, just turn us around and walk away. What's up, Scott Rumble? What's going down? Hey. Not much, man. Um. Guys, if you need more or less headphone or microphone, let me know. A lot of changes on the mics and the levels this week, so just please speak up and let me know if your headphones or mics are too loud or too soft. I need more black lipstick. More black (laughs) lipstick. Apply it. There's no such thing as enough. Well, welcome to America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I grabbed my phone thinking I was going to look up the words to O Canada. And then I was like, well, I don't know the tune either. So the words aren't going to help very much. It'd be great if you tried that. Oh, Canada. Is that right? I fucking nailed it. Hell yeah. I lived What's in Michigan for a bit. So I soaked some things. Basically, up. Canada. Well, I'm from oh, you there. got some, some nice <laughs> yeah. neighbors. Basically. Tim Wait, Hortons. What part of Canada are you from? I was born in Eastern Canada and Ontario. Okay. So and then I, I moved to, to Western Canada. Got it. I know yeah. about the CN Tower, right? CN Tower, ha! yeah. How do, you guys, thing. how do you guys feel about Michiganders? Just so I'm aware. How do we feel? Yeah. It's, it's part of America, I think. Okay. Yeah. It's not even like close, like second cousins or anything? Not at all. All right, fair enough. It's going to be an awkward all. two hours. <laughs> fair enough. We're already, already <laughs> using it. Do you have any... We did. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> you have any uh, passive-aggressive terms that you would use to describe Americans? <sighs> fair enough. <laughs> they're fair enough yeah, <laughs> yeah passive so passive aggressive you were you were saying that you've been called passive aggressive yeah in the past. but then i moved to houston now i'm aggressive aggressive nice yeah, you have to be i don't see that at all oh, if someone you, asked me about my friend scott rumble i said man he's one of the nicest guys i know nice guy. like he, you're, you're king of throwing out compliments man, he, <sighs> he probably thinks you look great today <laughs> yeah Wow, I got you guys fooled. Yeah, I know, dude. It's <laughs> funny because I'm like, he says that shit to everybody, but man, it makes me feel good still. Yeah. Right? Isn't that nice, though, when you walk into a room and somebody's like, hey, you're looking good today. 
you can't not for smile. sure it's great yeah and I that i think that's the thing that right makes up. like how you do it special because like <laughs> when, when, special. yeah because when when <laughs> s- when someone compliments it's everyone special. especially when it's like the same couple of compliments it's like oh he doesn't mean that but when you do it it really feels like you mean it I'm like generally you, stoked to see people around the drop <laughs> yeah, zone yeah that's I'm awesome excited on a regular basis <laughs> That being said, I feel like the only reason I'm here today is because too many people on this program have said I'm nice. So I need to defend. <laughs> That's true. Gotta, going to so aggressive, you, aggressive. You gotta gotta so I need straight. to defend. Yeah. You're not going to embrace the rumor. Yeah, you're going to fuck those people. Right, well, yeah, I, let's agree. Get into I can it. swear, right? Yeah. No, as much perfect. as you want to. Who, no. Tell me about the people who you hate the most. Yeah, let's get, it, let's get aggressive. I, it's, it's too long. <laughs> it's too long. And you know what? They're not important enough to acknowledge. So fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Man, fair enough is the new shout out. That's gonna be a. Can we make fair that enough. a drinking game? Yeah. This, this may have even been before your time, but uh, Waz was a guest who said shout out to so and so. I forgot about. He shouted this. out so many people, like countless people who never would have been on, the, <laughs> like listening to the show. And uh, then it was. I think me and Justin Grubbs were on the shout out train for a while. That uh, it was just a thing that you would acknowledge. And I think that it should be a drinking game that if we say fair enough, so if you're listening to the podcast, you got to drink. Oh, oh dear. I feel like I'm going to let it rip. Yeah. There's too many I'll of them now. Fair enough. Loaded. I'm trying not to do it. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> you can't not. Now it's in there. <laughs> so is there anyone who's exempt from your uh, from your compliments? Anyone that you see that you're just like, nope, don't get one. Like Fuck anyone. Like a friend that you're so close with. They'd you never know. know. They'd never know. All right. Except like a friend that's so close. Yeah, like uh, let's say that DJ and I are good buddies, and I snub him just because we're good buddies. Just because you're so nice to everybody else. <sighs> Nick Serrera. All right, good. That's, ex- that's for sure. Honestly, oh, that yeah. was in who, a heartbeat. That I didn't was, even have to think about. That it. was who was in my brain when I asked <laughs> yeah. the question. I'm not shitting you. Same. I was thinking about Nick the whole time. <laughs> right. I'm not the only one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's good. Wait. Right, so, do cool. you have like a like a go-to phrase for people like that, where it's like kind of a compliment, but it's kind of not? Because I've noticed, like, you look good today is a is a common one for you. Really, it's a I've, I've laid it down that much. Huh? Yeah, but do you, yeah. No, no, I'll just try to pick somebody apart, <laughs> just in a friendly way. Fair enough, right? The shit, dude. I'm just letting Nick, him rip. Dude, it's good. Fair enough. Fair no, enough. Fair, I, enough, fair I, enough. I really like it. I like it too. Nick <laughs> had I said something a year ago to Nick. <laughs> and I, I totally cut him up, but like so low key that he didn't really. He was like, "Oh, thanks, man," and it was like. <laughs> Hey man, I th- I thought whatever, and he was like, "Oh, thanks." And then like two day two days later, he's driving to work. He calls me. He's like, "Hey, I just thought about this. When you said <laughs> that like a couple of days ago, like, did you mean that like in a nice way or like cutting me up way?" And I was like, "Was it cutting you cutting you up way?" And he's like, "Fuck." <laughs> two days later. Yeah, two day delay. That's, oh, that's amazing. Do you remember what it was, or was it is it too far gone now? Nah, it's, it's about a year ago, but yeah. I was real proud of myself. Now I feel like I have to be more it's on a guard. slow burn. He still listens to the show enough. You could probably say something mean to him. <sighs> yeah, He will now. Yeah, are people are going to come to him. Hey, did you hear about oh, them talking yeah. shit on you on the podcast? We could spend two hours on him. Start the timer. Let, let her rip. <laughs> Let's go. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. How are you now? Good mute. <laughs> Not so bad mute. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a minute, but I haven't, uh, I haven't watched that show in quite what, some time. What show are you guys referencing? Um. Oh man, some Canadian Letter Kenny. Letter Sorry, Kenny. that Thank took you. me way too long to think about. Letter Kenny. Letter yeah. Kenny. I'm not aware of the existence of this show. Oh, it's it's Dude, the it's, good. it's the biggest one liner show around for and it, sure. It's it happens so fast. Like you miss so many things. Like if you're laughing at something that was just said, you miss something that was said while you were laughing. Yeah. One liner. So are you either uh, of you Mitch Hedberg stacked. fans? No. Mm-hmm. 
Nope. I, so. I want to be now. When I think of the yeah. king, king of one-liners, he was a one-liner stand-up comedian. Oh, you you got to watch this show. Okay. Yeah. Letter Kenny. Letter I think you would really enjoy it. Although, man, at one point, <coughs> excuse me, I convinced some people at the drop zone, and I can't remember who it was, but I'm sure they're going to find out now. I convinced them, like, I'm from a place just like that. And I spent, I don't know, two or three days building that up. And they probably still believe it. So, hey, I was kidding. But well, what, the place like what? I don't know. Like what Letter Kenny. It, that's Canada. Oh, Letter right. Kenny is a place. I don't think it's a real place, but, but I think it's probably based like on... Like South Park, yeah. right? Yeah, it's a like place. in the middle of the country. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah, it's based off of like... Imagine the hillbilly version of, of Canadians. Just like, right? Would you say that's accurate? Yeah. Just like super small town, like redneck, hick, whatever term like you want. Canadian to bogans. It. That's what we're talking about. Kinda, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's fair. <laughs> Do you yeah, guys to a yeah. T? <laughs> to a T. <laughs> to a T. <laughs> fair enough. It's fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so how long have you been in the U.S. Then? Because you, you know what's hilarious about that is a great, great question. Yeah. Great question. Um, <laughs> It was, uh, so uh, Wednesday, was Wednesday the 17th? I showed up on Wednesday. <laughs> and it's yeah, Thursday. It's You're been doing two great. Days. <laughs> uh, was, I think Wednesday was my Spaceland birthday. Hell so yeah. It's been two years at Spaceland. Okay. So May 17th, I did my first jump. Not at Spaceland, but when I moved. Because it was COVID. Everything yeah. was shut down. Um, and then, yeah. Weird times, for Man, sure. We've been reopened for two Two years and two days. That is so wild to me that yeah. it has already been that long. Because it was shut down when I showed up, and I got to repack, and it was maybe like the second weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a bummer. Yeah. What? Super. You said you got to repack like the second weekend, like after it shut down. Like, you got to repack two no, weekends later. No, like, I showed up, it was shut down, oh, I got to repack. Oh, I see what you mean. And then I showed up the next weekend. So yeah. it was like perfect timing for when I showed up because Canada was all shut down at the time. Mm-hmm. Isn't Canada like still kind of shut down? I think they're, I don't really know, but um, I think they're pretty open up. You still have to... Get on that microphone a little more. How about now? More lipstick. Is this good? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think they're pretty open up now, but um, you still need your, your vaccine card to get in the country or you've got a quarantine and it's the same when you're coming down here for canadians but you you can travel to and from canada if you're not vaccinated that is allowed somehow i think only if you're don't quote me on this but i think only if you're a citizen okay and then you have to quarantine for two weeks but i haven't man two week quarantine still man that's crazy and i could be way wrong on that so i'm sure my phone will blow up if i'm wrong like or maybe not. You got a, gun, a bunch of like Canadian fact checkers just like, nope, 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 nope. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> That's not fair enough, bud. Yeah. Not fair enough. <laughs> you son of a bitch. What, so why why do you think uh, Canada has been so exceptionally crazy about the whole uh, the whole COVID thing? I have no clue. D- I feel like uh, Canada is just like even more left than the most left of America. Do you feel like that's true? It depends where you're at. For sure, because from Al- where I just moved from, Alberta is definitely not far left. There is the it? opposite. Isn't it just up from here? Shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> Sorry. <It's like laughs> snow Mexico. <laughs> Alberta, no. you said, where you just left? It's uh, it's the Texas of Canada. Okay. okay. For so sure. is it different parts of the country, or is it just people that are politically divided that... Uh, I, th- I think right now it's... Uh, well, not right now, but during the the height of the pandemic, um, it was definitely just the the specific government that was in there. 
I don't want to go all political or anything, but I, I don't pay enough attention to it to feel like <coughs> I, I would even know good questions to ask. It was kind of like the 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 country shut down one day, and I was like gone the next. <laughs> people actually, I I think I also convinced some people that I had left just because it was a shutdown. <laughs> like I'm I'm out of here. See, ya. I'm going <laughs> to Texas. <laughs> gone <America>. forever. Yeah, <laughs> we can do whatever we want down here. So, had you been to Texas before you came here? Once for a big way camp. Okay. That was nice. the, the first time I'd been to Spaceland. Um, and probably what attracted me to coming down here. There's two two places that I wanted to, to come if I had moved to the U.S., which I thought at one point was impossible. Um, and that would be like Texas or uh, Eloy, just from what people had said, my experiences. Um, and then the opportunity came up for Texas. And here I am. Man, we're blessed. You're welcome. No, thank <laughs> you, dude. It's, it's, <laughs> I, I really mean that. Eloy, first of all, is a great option. It's a great choice. And to be an option amongst people like Eloy, I think it, it just really shows what the community of Spaceland is, the jumpers, the owners, everybody that, that that's out there. And, uh, yeah, we won. We, we got <laughs> Man, when I first met you, I'm like, this guy's not real. He's too nice to be real. I think he wants something from me. Maybe, like, he's stealing something. Oh, I'm still working on it. Don't I still worry. think you're a con man. Just yeah. saying. Stay in the country one way or another. Marry me? Oh, Wait a minute. Y- you were a big fan of Point Break, right? Yes. FBI agent. That's him. Oh, shit. Johnny, part of the Johnny Utah's Johnny Canada. Part of the Canadian sleeper cell. Johnny Alberta. <laughs> uh, nobody's good. Good. <laughs> we're, we're all coming to invade. Nobody's going to believe it. It's going to be <laughs> April Fool. I figured out April Fool's is the best day. Because if you announce <laughs> that shit on the radio, nobody's going to believe Canada's <laughs> invading. Ah, it's April Fool's. And by that time, it's over. And it's going to be real passive aggressive. <laughs> yeah, extremely. Not, not a very direct invasion. Yeah. <laughs> extremely passive aggressive. Do, do you feel like Canadians are passive aggressive? I don't know if it's me. I think there's there's definitely more of a nature. There, yeah. Never trust a Canadian. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, I'll give you a little secret. Never trust a Canadian because they're never going to tell you exactly what they think. Because they're too nice about it. Yeah. Oh, you fuckers. Right. You're never so, gonna. You're never really gonna know where you stand. But if you come to Texas, people generally just give you what. For sure. Yeah. Wait. What about behind closed doors though? Like, if I'm Canadian and you're Canadian and we know each other pretty well, then does the honesty come out, or is it always? How well do I know you? Like, can we talk shit about Alex if he's not in the room? If he's not in the room? Yeah. Always. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so we're still dicks. Yeah. All right. I'm okay. Just not to his fat. I, I got to be nice. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. But I like you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me leave do the room I? real quick and I'll or listen to this I? later. <laughs> no, you got a great scalp. So do you. You <laughs> shared a lot of You've got a beautiful head. Oh dude. You should see it now. You should rub it afterwards. Yeah. My head. You know, on top of my shoulders. There was a Seinfeld <laughs> episode where George talked about like acknowledging other bald men. Does that happen? You guys see each other and it's like, yeah, man, I get it. I think it's important like he, for sure. I'm I'm Same doing it a lot more now. Yeah. Same as big free flyers. Yeah, like there you go. Large free fly people that can fly or Big want boys. to fly. I'm, I'm. There's a passion, for sure. I feel you, brother. I don't get the connection. I, uh, I see that? other bearded guys or bald guys, and uh, I get inspired to take care of my head because I don't want it to look like their head. I'm mm-hmm. blessed with a decent looking grape. So bald, I don't look horrible. But the way you've carried for your head, neither one of you gentlemen, you look good. Um, Eucalyptus and lemongrass. Dude, Just remember that. People <laughs> look like raisins, man. Like, take care of that thing. So, um, 
But I do have that feeling with bearded, like big burly beard. You walk by, by with a big beard, you don't move the beard nods itself. <laughs> it, it has its own That's how you know it's a good one. If it's moving and there's no wind or anything, that's a good beard. Yeah. I like to to creep on dude's five o'clock shadow on their yeah. head. See see at what time, like how quickly it comes out, and then usually I'll probe them. <laughs> They've got a system. I'm like, hey. What's the system? Yeah, what's what's the secret? Hey, so how often are you shaving your head? Every morning. Every morning. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Respect. Are you guys keeping up with that? Not even no. close. Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. I'm looking bad right now. You look great. Don't well, thanks. No, see, don't ever say that. You look fantastic. <laughs> but no, yeah, I should be doing it every couple of days, but I usually let it go like a week, maybe two. So what do you what do you do? What part of your day? Is it, are you like in the, in it's the bathroom part of the, still? the ritual? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I see. I feel like I would just do it while I drive. Because I've got a 40-minute drive, and I feel like I'd have a little what shaver like what Dude, DJ it's, has. Dude, it's messy, though. Well, I guess yeah, if you have it. one that uh, picks Do you up know me? <laughs> no. <Nah, it's, laughs> I've used it as a dry shaver on the road, not in the shower, and just shave my head that way, and it's it's not bad at all. So it's not that messy if you dry shave. I think I'm just bad at it. <laughs> I think that's what it literally it is. takes like <laughs> three three minutes, yeah. maybe two. Mm. Yeah. It's a, so it's like an extra brush in your teeth. Yeah. All right. That's not bad. I bet you the time. Oh, no. No, never mind. But I bet you the time <laughs> some people spend on their hair. Oh, yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm I'm not into doing it. that. <clears throat> it was all trimmed up. I, I feel like you got it dialed in, but some people probably put some effort. I don't do any. No. It's yeah. That's, uh, that's why I said I was like, the time that you. No, yeah. Not. It's a hat. And sometimes I do that. That's oh. great. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Of course. Can, are we, what happened with this car yesterday? Yo, <laughs> thank you. Can, uh, I don't know. I know are the we story? allowed to talk about? <laughs> yeah, like, okay. So I don't know, but I'm like I, I meant so to ask. Really. I'll uh, I'll lay it out for anyone that doesn't know what we're referencing. Uh, so let's see. This was 4:30 p.m. yesterday. We were waiting for one last tandem that was scheduled uh, because we all expected to send one more airplane, and this girl was running behind, and we all knew she was coming, right? So. Uh, Lo and behold, we look down to the end of the driveway, and there is a car in the ditch in the culvert next to the driveway. Super stuck. Uh, DJ, I could probably send you a picture of it if you wanted to uh, to share it somehow. That'd be helpful. Let me do that. So uh, she was. It was real bad. It was real stuck. And so <laughs> we went out there thinking that okay, we're gonna attach it to our the drop zone truck, the red truck, and just pull her out, or someone's gonna get in the car and reverse it, whatever. But it was just so incredibly stuck with the rear wheels in this uh, in the concrete culvert that there was no way, no yeah. no way it was getting out without a tow truck or ripping the bumper off. And uh, sorry, I'm trying to send this to you. Was DJ. it like a BMW or something? Like that? Yeah, it was a, yeah, a it white was. BMW, white nice BMW. car, really kind girl. She, uh, sorry, I'm trying to message this to DJ so he can have the picture. There we go. It's just from the video right oh, there. No like super stuck, right? <laughs> like very, very stuck. Did she think that it was coming out? I don't know. I wasn't there. I, I heard. No, she actually. Going. So we went out there. Uh, <laughs> someone had already called uh, <laughs> nicest guy in the world, David Jones. I love him to death. He's so kind. He's Super helped big, out so many free people. Flyer. Drop Respect. Zone. There, there we go. Yeah. See passion. But someone had already called David Jones to come <laughs> help. She was already stuck and definitely not getting out. So she, like she was kind of a. a Cool girl. She decided to still go skydiving, so she went and did her tandem while waiting for the uh, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough, waiting for the tow truck. And so I'm out by her car, and uh, the cops show up. 
And I went, ah, shit. Like, I just think that a police officer drove by, saw a car in the ditch. He yeah. thinks it's an accident. He's going to be a cop. And so he goes, yeah, uh, yada, yada. I need to talk to the driver of this car. And I go, all right. And I go back to the drop zone. And she's in a jumpsuit, geared up. They're on a five-minute call. And uh, uh, I think Dakota was her instructor. He's still briefing her. And I go, and I, they finish up. And I go, hey, can I grab you for a second? And they're standing right by the door of the hangar. And I pull her out so, so she can see the driveway. And I go, hey, you see that cop over there? And she's like, oh, yeah. I was like, okay, so this is my plan, is I'm going to say that you're already on the airplane and I couldn't get you. And hopefully... I can point out to him that there's no damage to our property. There's not another car. There's no need for a report, so he can just... Uh, we've got a tow truck and route to take care of it. What was he on? Uh, what do you mean? Mosey on. Oh, yeah, Mosey on. I thought you said, what was he on? I was like, Taxes. The cop? I don't think he was on anything. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's when she tells me that she called the cops. And I don't know if she thought that she needed a police report for <laughs> insurance or something. I think she was worried that she had damaged our fence by the road, which uh, I couldn't see that she had even touched the, the Fair fence. enough. Fair yeah. enough. And uh, so yeah, I went back down to the police officer and said, yeah, she doesn't want to come talk to you. <laughs> and and uh, he was like, well, you know, she doesn't have to. She called us. And, uh, and he, he was just, you could tell he was just really annoyed that he had come all the way out to do a police report to help someone with an insurance claim. And that she would rather just Blew him off. go skydiving. Yeah, he's going to go for a skydive real quick. Than, uh, than to to come out and talk to this man who drove whoever knows you know, who knows how long to get to the drop zone. Fair and enough. so uh, she Fair does enough. her jump, has a great time. It's her 20th birthday. And she had uh, an awesome time. Uh, we, she watches her video, yada, yada, a few more people. She's joking about the car. You know, she was in, in a pretty good mood. And so we go out and wait by the driveway for uh, David Jones, who had been dealing. There was a big uh, wreck on 288 yesterday involving an 18-wheeler. And he had been out there for the last like four hours before he showed up to Spaceland working on that accident. And so we go out there and uh, he, man, I cannot believe the power of his tow truck. He like put this, this uh, big strap through the rim of her tire. And basically like, imagine that you just picked up a, a toy car by the wheel. Like, man, it almost looked like it could have just dangled the car right there, but oh, picked no it way. straight up, scooted it out of the culvert. And then once he had it, uh, totally perpendicular to the to the driveway he towed it back up onto the driveway and um you know it looked when, when her car was in the ditch it looked like it was going to be drivable still she had a really bad blown out tire and so um and she didn't have a spare so the plan was she had talked to the tire store right up the road they were closed but the owner was coming back just for her to help her repair a tire and get her back on the road but once he had the car out of the ditch and back up on the driveway the you know the passenger side tire that was blown out was at a pretty aggressive. different ang aggressive <laughs> passive aggressive passive angle. aggressive <laughs> angle compared to the driver's side tire and uh, david was really straight with her he's like hey you know uh you're not going to be able to drive this car he's like i'm not trying to hustle you i promise i have plenty of other business i don't like i just uh, you you just can't drive this car she goes well can we still try and just go to the tire shop and David Jones, God bless him, he's so nice. He's so helpful. Like, like it blows my mind. I want to do nice things for David Jones because he does so much nice stuff for yeah. other people. And even in the same day, earlier in the day, I was finding out about someone else who he had helped having the same conversation of like, man, what what can I do to repay this guy for all the favors, all the help he's given to people in, in our in our group, you know? 
And so, uh, yeah, David Jones is like, yeah, sure, I'll take the tire shop. Takes her up the tire shop, spends 20 minutes there. Well, the owner of the tire shop tells her the same thing, and he, then he tows her all the way home. Oh, my God. Nice guy of the year award. Good, wow. gonna going to go to David Jones. And but, you were already treating him yeah. the other day. We were at the tunnel, and you guys showed up. You came in. And and was flying with David, yeah. As a, like a, a thank as you for a th- thanks for being a great nice, dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way I can keep up. Man. Respect. I thought I was nice. He's no. reaching like Canadian levels of nice. Wow. Do you feel threatened? Do you feel like you have to go out and be nicer <laughs> now? I might yeah, have to Tanya Harding. He looks good in your suit. <laughs> he's being knee. super nice. He doesn't. No one's suit. questioning the legitimacy of his compliments. Yeah. He's got to break a world <laughs> yeah. record in that suit, right? We had him on the show uh, a couple of weeks ago, and we talked about it. Oh yeah, the the, the suit, the suit that he landed you, the right? head that down you landed suit. him rather. It is a aggressive. That is also an aggressive <laughs> suit. Is it? It's got like bell bottoms, like hot air balloons for for legs on that yeah. thing. Yeah, it'll definitely keep him head down. But he just got another one too. He did, yeah. He one uh, made for him, right? Like yeah. a tone fly suit. Like or a tone fly. Mm-hmm. That suit you gave to him is your your colors, right? Yeah. Red, blue. All your stuff is uh, <laughs> yeah, is pretty Red color coordinated, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks yeah you good. gotta, especially if you can't skydive like me, you gotta look good <laughs> to it. This is this is it. I can respect that. See, fair enough. Fair enough, <laughs> man. Someone's gonna be real drunk if they're following the rules. So what? Uh, I don't even know what brought you to him other than. Uh, Skydiving, like what? How did you get to America? What do you do here? What, yeah, what do I do? <laughs> yeah, like what for, do you for, do for <laughs> work? <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> yeah, I mean, by the way, I work for the immigration department. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, say it, say it into my lapel, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I work in the dental industry. Dental industry. Yeah. Okay. Believe I knew it had something to do with like medical. Yeah. Work in the the dental industry and uh, uh, the company that I work with, we consult for six manufacturers in the dental industry. Mm-hmm. And uh, they do a variety of different equipment from sterilization stuff to to infection control. Statums? You pimping those statum autoclaves? Oh, touche. <laughs> All right. Tattoo parlor? Uh, it was piercing studio yeah. for a long time, yeah. 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 I, I know uh, what's up. Yeah, statums. Yeah. <laughs> what for up? sure, like stat them up, stat them down, stat them all around. It's uh, <laughs> it's funny. There's a 100%. couple of dental hygienists, uh, like uh, Savvy Savannah, um, who ended up being my hygienist of all things because she works mm-hmm. in an office just down the road from where I live, which was a very random occurrence when I first got here and I rolled in. Um, we had already there was four of us flying VFS when I first moved here. So I'd already kind of got to know her a little bit, but not on a personal level, just just through VFS. And uh, I walked in, and she's like, "It is you." <laughs> and I'm like, "It's wh- what are you doing here?" She's like, "I work here." I'm like, <laughs> "Okay." Like, she's like, "Did you know I work here?" I'm like, "No." Like, I looked at the pictures of the office to like assess the equipment to make sure that it was at an acceptable level for me to show up. And here you are. And uh, <laughs> it's just the most random occurrence ever. That's so funny. I saw your name on the manifest. It's just like bumping <laughs> into someone on the death Yeah. Tunnel. Like, what? Are the, how many Scott Rumbles are there? So, yeah. Apparently that's, not uh, too many. No. There can only be one. It's really only one that I'm concerned about. Right? How yeah. many Scots are there? There's not that many Scots either. How many Scots are around the drop zone? We've got not, one main one. Not many. <laughs> one main one for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, Scott Robinson, Scott Robinson was, was staying around. with us for yeah. a little while. Yeah. Another big dude, not Canadian. Big dude, big, nice, nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Is that a Scott thing among Higgins. big guys too? You kind of gotta be. You gotta be nice. I feel like we intimidate people. Maybe. Yes, Scott Higgins is a wingsuiter. I think he's gonna oh, be our newest nice wingsuit. Yeah. 
Oh, Scott Latinus. Yeah. Oh, also right, a nice guy. Small, small guy, though. Yeah. yeah. Little. Big personality. Scott Actually, there you go. Small, medium, and large. Scott Roberts and Fluid Wings. Mm-hmm. Are you just looking up people named Scott on Facebook? <laughs> yeah. Scott Lazarus. <laughs> <laughs> Works for Aerodyne. Used to work with Fluid Wings. There's, There's not that many in the grand scheme of things. Scott though. Cook. Yeah, not too many. Scott. It's a dying Jones, name. Stop skydiving. Remember them? Is that before your time? No, I know you're talking about Scott Elmer. Michael Scott. Ooh. Count it. Nailed I it. think, right? Scotty Pippen. Fair enough. <laughs> Dude, crazy Scotty. That's great Scott right there. <laughs> Scotty from Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Touché. Touché. There you Beat go. me up. Who's that? Scotty from Star Trek. So not impressed. Yeah, I mean, who, who else do you know with the actual name Rumble? I mean, come on. Yeah, it, is. <laughs> it sounds like we're wrapping up. <laughs> hey, it was great having you. We're going to turn into pumpkins. Uh, Thanks, film everybody. festival coming up in October. Oh, man, that was Fair easy. Enough. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we've ever ended the show in the middle of the show. That was yeah, nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, good. I'm glad to <laughs> set some records. Con- congratulations. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, I started sitting back here more recently. And uh, it's 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 fun to be from this side of the desk because you actually get to watch the show and just hang out yeah. and partake. Um, you try to in, interject in conversations, but you kind of get forgotten over here behind the monitors. I see you. Are you, you afraid me? of me? Yeah, Why I do you am. Need to put that that wood between us, so yeah. you don't see my wood. So big, You're a big oh, dude. Sick. I don't have a boner pillow. Here. Where's your? You're sitting on your boner pillow. Oh, I took it. <laughs> <to see laughs> I'm it. not afraid to show it off. I've got one. <laughs> a boner, I mean. Yeah. And a pillow. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> what else? I wonder what people think is happening. Like when it just goes silent like that, and I'm just looking at DJ. Like he's got this quiet laugh that just takes him over. Yeah, I was I thinking about that too. Because like I can see it happening. Yeah, but, but uh, the people well, listening you listen don't know to the show. It just <laughs> seems like weird silence. Like, hey, why? Why is no one saying I anything? See, just picture a lot of like shoulder bobbing and head nodding behind behind a desk, and that's. The, that's where you're missing people. And there's a, Terrence there's and a tiny little. <laughs> 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 you're so. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I can necess- necessitate this. Yeah, you see how much joy you're bringing to this room right now. This is what that. I do. This is what. This is how I. This is what I try to bring to space. Then okay, we're just you're, trying you're to do a really job of it. trying to deal with your passive aggressive attitude mm-hmm. with some yeah, humor. It's, it's really passive. I'm sorry. Have you heard uh, Laura Dixon's laugh? Her oh, her out of control. She's evil. Is she? You know that? Why? She's the most closet evil person ever. Look at your eyes. Dude, I, yeah. I wow. want to hear all about it. She's evil. I'm just letting you know. If you don't yeah, know. Yeah, but did she do anything to you? No. Or like? No, she's just evil. I'm Is just this like you know. a like real recognized real situation? No. We've, <laughs> <laughs> we've been at like in a fun way at each other. Like I've never heard somebody tell me to fuck off so many times. <laughs> Is sweet little Laura Dixon. Oh, that's so good. Man, that's hard yeah. to believe. And she's so much smaller than you, too. Mm-hmm. Talking shit. Mm-hmm. That's great. Just punch her uh, on the top I of the head. I think Val yeah. had an encounter when we did that, that course. And it was me and Laura in that course. Val had an encounter. It's like she watched you guys go no, at she, it. She she went, she had watched Laura like, she was like, I don't know what she said. She said something like off the cuff and, and kind of mean. And Val was like, what? like, what? where did that come from? What, what has this guy done to you? <laughs> And it's just we've always had that in our in our relationship. So was it like that from day one too? Like you basically? Man, I don't remember how that happened. Yeah. I think uh, I I know that I walked around the drop zone a lot, and every time I'd see her, I'd be like, "Hey, Laura," and she's like, "What?" And I'd be like, "Fuck you." <laughs> she's like, "Ah." <laughs> so I think that's where it started. It might have started there. I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. I can't believe that would. 
Yeah, rub someone the wrong way. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. Fuck <laughs> you. <Yeah. laughs> right. The fadeaways. So. I don't get why she feels like she needs to say things like this to me. Right. I don't get it. I'm just I'm a polite Canadian. I'm just trying to have fun. I'm making Super friends. Polite. I was new. That's how you that is how you make friends, especially in Texas. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Texas. America. Texas. America. America. Yeah. Loving it. Is it better than Canada? You just say it's better than Canada. Oh, I can't do that. Yeah? You're in Texas. Oh, it's pretty, it's, Scott Island here is pretty rad. Yeah. <laughs> we'll tell we'll you, take it. I've, I've learned a lot in two years, that's for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. Spaceland has been a good place to me. Yeah. Well, you said you were working on kind of VFS in the tunnel when you first got here? Yeah. Is that, <laughs> was that kind of the main focus of, of your flying when you first got down here was, was VFS? Yeah. Uh, I really wanted to be uh, a student of all assets, like angles too, but I, mm-hmm. Man, I said it to, I think, Alethea once. <laughs> and uh, it was after my first angle camp. I sh- they had an LSD. <clears throat> and I had this perception of, of what I thought an angle was and what I thought levels were. And um, that perception was skewed. But due to my, my limited knowledge and experience, um, for sure, you don't know what you don't know. And I kind of said like that exact phrase, you don't know what you don't know. I'm like, Man, I had no clue what I didn't know until I moved to Spaceland, and then it's a whole different world. I thought the world was like this, this big, mm-hmm. and the world is actually what that big. Hell yeah! How for those that can't see my hand, they're very <laughs> wide. Big. By the way, just trying to help out. <laughs> you have a good ape index too. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome, knuckle dragger. Very nice. So, <laughs> roughly, how much experience did you have when you got here? Like tunnel Fair. time, skydive. I feel like none. None. <laughs> I thought I had a lot, and I feel like now I had none. Nice. Yeah, um, I had been, so I started skydiving in eastern Canada, where the level is generally, so they had a wind tunnel around, and then they built two wind tunnels in Toronto. Uh, okay. I think one just went <coughs> bankrupt or something like are, that. Are so they all iFly tunnels? Skyventure or iFly? One was a Skyventure, and then I guess it turned into iFly, I think. Um, but I was, <coughs> when I left, I was at like 250 jumps, so you know that. That range, like you really don't yeah. know know what's up. Yeah, you think you're starting to know what's up, but you're just <laughs> about to realize you have no fucking idea what's up. <laughs> yeah, and then you, you get no to idea. a thousand jumps and you think you know what's up, and then you move to space. <laughs> and then you meet and you someone like Tex, and you're yeah. like, "Oh, I know nothing." <laughs> cool. Holy shit! I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and then I moved to to uh, so around that time, um, I'd started, and it was Cessnas. And then um, the the jump company that I was at had moved to a new location, and they started flying caravan. And then I moved to Western Canada, and then was back to Cessnas again. And I was like, "What the fuck have I done? I just went from a caravan back to Cessnas, and and uh, no tunnels. Um, the tunnel wasn't quite built that yet. So the skydiving." Um, Ability in the east of Canada definitely skyrocketed between the three tunnels, um, the drop zone facilities, the level of, of skydivers, um, and just the load capacity that you can put up. Um, and then it, it slugged along out, out west for quite some time. Um, and now they have an iFly. And uh, I think what I just saw was they just had like the Western Canadian um, indoor tunnel championships or something. So now they're like actually Sick. trying to like, they're. People are flying. What what part of Canada is this? What when you say Western Canada? Uh, this is Alberta. 
Okay. Um, and I think the the level in in um, BC is a little bit ahead of that. There's there's some decent jumpers Br- out there. BC's sure. all the way west, right? Like that's like west coast. Yep. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. And then there's Alberta beside it, <coughs> which is like the the Texas of Canada for sure. Oil. Oh yeah. Or guns. Let's go. Yeah, take a yeah. <laughs> Who would win in a fight? Texas oh. or Alberta? Texas. That's right. Okay. Uh, yeah. How many people have guns in, in Alberta, Canada? Quite a number, for sure. <laughs> yeah, like a lot. But <laughs> there's, there's so in Texas, there's there's just about as many people in Texas as there is in Canada. Than all in all in, of Canada. in total. Yeah. So if That's you're like, yeah. So yeah, we're gonna have Alberta quite outnumbered. A little bit. Well, <laughs> it depends on where just, we meet, though. Just what people carry. Because if there's cold. I mean, you got Yeah, us. if we're fighting in the cold or in the mountains, I don't think Sick. most Texans are going to do well. <laughs> well, then you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to have to meet that. we're going to have to meet in the middle. Yeah, that's fair. Somewhere in the middle. Thanks for thanks for equalizing that. So I appreciate that. Yeah, it's no problem. Yeah. That was very nice of you. Yeah, tip the scales. I've been learning from my considerate Canadian friends. <laughs> Be more passive. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so you said the, that the level of flying in Canada is increasing, especially with the wind tunnels. Like, like what, sure. is, what does that, that look like? Are people flying like a lot of dynamic, a lot of VFS, or, or basically everything? You know, I've been out of there for two years. The tunnel had just come in, um, and it's at 12-footer. Okay. So there's, there's some limitations, but flying in the wind, I think, is flying in the wind. Um, and now I'm seeing, like, they just held their first, uh, last year they did the first... Alberta big way, um, and I think it was like nine or ten way. But like before so that, that wasn't even a you know what I mean. That wasn't even an option. Um, when I moved down here, um, I was kind of one of the more current people, and uh, at a like a I don't want to say a high skill level, but for that area, like one of the higher skill levels as far as static, wasn't really into movement that much. And then I came down here thinking like, oh, cool, I'm just going to learn a little bit more and I'll be good to go and this will be sick and, and I'll start doing cool stuff. And then I'm like, holy shit, there's so much more to learn. Um, I got I got invited or, or allowed to join, um, I think at that time, the first time I went into iFly and four-way was uh, with Cody Prentice, uh, Larry Hack, and Todd. Um, Stretchfield? Yeah. And... Uh, I went in and I was like, super, I remember being super nervous and I was like transitioning off level and all over the place. And Larry was like manhandling me on, on turning, turning pieces. And I was flying all over the place. And I'm like, these, these people are going to hate me. I know nothing clearly. Um, and it was the most like humbling, like I already went in humble and then my attitude went, well, like I'm, I'm fucked. I've got a problem here. <laughs> A big problem. So at that point, um, very shortly after that, I realized that I needed to, to start catching up to people as quickly as possible. I've got an opportunity to come down here um, and some flexibility with the things I do, and now I've got to like find a way to, to catch up because everybody is so much further ahead of me. So I invented the three-to-one rule. So I've got to do like three jumps to every one that everybody else mm-hmm. does or three minutes to every one minute in the tunnel that everybody else does. So started flying like two, three, sometimes four nights a week at the tunnel. Um, yeah, it, it started to get a little little overboard, but it's coming slowly. Man, it's That's showing. Solid. I, uh, I've only got to join your group a couple of times for not nearly as much time as I would like. But, man, it's really neat to see how far uh, you and, and the other people that you're flying with have come. Oh, it's it's been. We started with um, 
two four two four way groups. Um, there was kind of like the Larry, Cody, Todd, and then uh, at that point, Nick, um, Josh, and Savannah and myself had like a four way group, and then one was on like a Wednesday, and one was on a Thursday, and they were kind of at that point the more advanced group, and then we were the kind of intro group trying to figure everything out on our own. And then the, at some point, the two groups combined. So then we had two nights a week that we were flying, or you could fly, and then we developed where Larry brought in a Google Sheet so you could sign up to what night you wanted. <clears throat> and at that point, I think iFly was only open like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or some limited hours. And then that turned into like adding on uh, Fridays. And then there was a, another group for that. And then it was like all VFS. And then Nick and Cody... I'm not sure if anybody else, but I think it was Nick and Cody first started making a push for dynamic. So then they'd fly on Tuesdays and then it was just like really low speed, head up, simple, like low speed two way stuff. It started out with, um, and they were flying together and I got really jealous and I'm like, fuck, I really want to do that. Um, so I started hitting up, I think my first camp in Houston was with Tex out in El Paso. Um, and I could already kind of slow speed carve and I could do kind of layouts. I'd been to Poland, uh, for a couple of trips and I kind of had some gist, but it was absolutely terrible. Like nothing I could do in a two way format. So then I started going overboard with like coaching and trying to get dynamic and, and be safe about it. And now it's turned into, um, Tuesdays and when Tuesdays and Wednesdays are dynamic night and Thursdays and Fridays are VFS night at Memorial. And that's every single week. It's it's quite the program we have here in Houston. What uh, when you say VFS, like what does a VFS night look like? Four way. Okay. Uh, we like once in a while we do. People know the dive pool. Yeah, yeah. I think everybody now is pretty pretty like somebody will take the lead and come up with the dives for that night. Mm -hmm. But generally, everybody's kind of got a um, a good idea what's going on. Fridays are more the intro night now. Thursdays are are a mix. Of the groups, but yeah, everybody's pretty, pretty dialed in as far as the full dive pool for sure. I need you to get my friend Alex in on that. What's that? This Which guy right Which here. Alex? I'm working on it. This Alex. Oh, you want to you want to fly some BFS? I, I man, I want to fly a little bit of everything. Uh, More interested in like the dynamic type of stuff, but uh, man, just tunnel in general because I haven't done a whole bunch of it. Just a lot of lot of Don't lot of it. skydives. Don't do it. It's a slippery slope. Yeah. Oh. How slippery are we talking? Oh, slippery. Yeah. Yeah. Scary. I'm intrigued. Yeah. No, but like, man, I hearing you talk about it, like, it sounds like you have quite quite the fucking group, and it's pretty cool to hear uh, just how everyone's progressing together. Oh man, it's it's Houston's a, it's a the Spaceland and what Spaceland has provided me. Not to say that there's no other place like it. Um, in my mind, that's the only place I know of. Um, <clears throat> that is this organized as far as like what's going on in the sky. And what's going on in the tunnel? And for sure, there's different levels of groups and different abilities. Um, but man, I've learned so much in two years; it's ridiculous. Like when I got down here, I was flying head down in the tunnel with my arms super wide, my chin super out. Nick would be yelling at me every week, like "Put your chin!" Like <laughs> he'd be looking at me, be my cross partner. He'd just yell at me the whole time <laughs> when I was in there to like being super. Like now, flying in there, it's super casual, like very relaxed. I. 
that first night, I couldn't even, it was like topped out. I'm pretty sure it was topped out and I was sinking out. That's how stiff I was in the wind. Like, I'm trying so hard. Yeah. If I try harder, I'll get lift. Yeah. And then just like slowly sink out, right? And yeah. now it's like super relaxed to the point where it's, it's at 98, 99. I'm like, oh, it's so strong in here. Like, <laughs> you know? Hell yeah. Um, and that's just two years of grinding away. And how, how ridiculous is that? Like, I came down here with a mission. It's, I'm not even... I feel like I'm not even a quarter of the way through that mission, but came down with a mission and, and hit it hard and I'm super stoked about it. And here, here it is. It's coming to fruition. Yeah. You know, isn't there a sticker uh, pertaining to your progress recently? It says fair enough. Does it say fair <laughs> yeah. enough? Hashtag fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, what's, oh, Oh, that's like your 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 There's flying has really stickers. improved recently. Uh, I saw it on a helmet yeah, recently. Yeah. <laughs> it's everywhere at the drop zone. Yeah, <laughs> it's on every helmet. <laughs> okay. I thought I was always the guy about the stickers, and then we're in Eloy for um, the the world record uh, sector camp, and uh, we're on the plane. It, we were, the first day was kind of bunched together, so all the Texas crew were together, and then uh, things started getting moved around on the second day. And Nick got pulled out of uh, the plane that we were in. A couple of people got moved around, but pulled out of that plane and then moved to another one. And uh, somebody had a problem with the seating arrangement, and they're like, oh, just sit here. That's where Nick was. And somebody else pipes up. They're like, the guy from the sticker? And I've had, I'm like, how many stickers has have come up around Spaceland? And for a moment, I'm like, hell yeah, I'm not the guy from the sticker anymore. <laughs> I've got all kinds of stickers going the on. The torch has been passed. Yeah, I'm like, because he's got the fuck Nick sticker. He's got yeah. the one that he, in his, his wedding suit. He's going to hate when I say that. <laughs> Notice the suit he's wearing in that sticker the next time you, you watch it. I'll take a closer yeah, look. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so you were saying you're like a quarter of the way through the goal you had initially. <laughs> Ish. I feel like like it. Like, what does that big picture look like? Like, I have no clue. Yeah. I thought I knew when learning. I got here. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much to learn. It there's is pretty amazing, right? Like you you cross a couple of things off the list. You feel like you've got shit figured out and then all of a sudden. I'm screwed. <laughs> yeah. Just it's, another it's door gone way, way downhill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The road has gotten even longer since I've been here. But yeah. Um, the knowledge that's accessible um, here is, is phenomenal. The coaching uh, that comes through. Um, I'm coaching with Tex tomorrow. Nice. Um, Mumphy's coming in for a yeah, few days. I've, I've got him stacked up uh, for a couple weekends. Nice. And uh, it is a mission. It is a full, full court press. Yeah. You seem to really enjoy the process, though. That that process of like, hey, I've got something, and then I get humbled. And now I've got something, and then I get humbled. I don't enjoy that at you all. You don't? I, I, <laughs> I like the destination, yeah. just for the record. Yeah, it's not <laughs> hey, about the enough. journey. <laughs> no, nah, it's, it's for sure. <laughs> it's for sure. But I'd like, like to be at the destination just a couple times. <laughs> like, at least like a couple times a year, I'd like to be in, and then bring it back. Well, <laughs> where is the destination right now? If you were to think of a thing that, man, if I could just do this, I would feel like That's I had reached bullshit. my goal. That is the, that is the big... It started with like, oh, if I could just do head down transitions, yep. like if I could just fly head down in the tunnel, that'd be great. I'd be, I'd be ripping. I'm out. Yeah. And then, for sure. yeah. And then you get there and you're like, oh, if I could just transition, it's like a, uh, you just get suckered into everything. Oh, if I could just do this. So I know that there's always going to be something better. I, and I agree with you. I'm just wondering 100%. what's suckering you into that thought right now. Uh, like what's going to make you f- like, it, you're just thinking about it right now. What's, what's the big goal you're working on? Uh, right now, it's head up month. Yeah, I've got a few days with Tex. I've got some tunnel time booked, and I've got 
two weekends back to back with Mumphy to like focus on this and dial it in. Nice. Had a movement. And uh, yeah. And if I can't, uh, if I can't accomplish that in this amount of time, then I'm out. <laughs> Going back to Canada. <laughs> Going back. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> Have you uh, seen Mumphy's latest news? Team Fly for Life. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? No. No, he. Uh, Team Fly for Life put some posts out recently, and oh, that he's he's official. A couple yeah, guys have stepped off the team. Now that you say that, yeah, I, yeah. I do remember hearing. So that. him, Inca, and I forget who the uh, RJ as well. Uh, RJ on video. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know how you say his real name? I did. Well, I guess that is his real name. Argenis. What is it? Argenis. Argenis. Yeah. Argenis. I spent I spent two months trying to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm real proud about it. it. Seems like you got Argenis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, let her let her rip a couple more times. Show off a little bit. <laughs> no, I love it. it. Doesn't it feel good? Like Ar- it sounds great. Doesn't what it? is it again? Argenis. Argenis. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, it's sexy. It, it does. It rolls off the tongue. Yeah. You let one rip, Nick. Argenis. Argenis. Right? Yeah, it sounds like a his, like a Latino porn star. Argenis. And I bet you could say that three different ways and make it sound different. Probably could be a swear word. But I always <laughs> I always want to make it sexual. sexy. Yeah, it it feels like it should it it belongs in the sexy column for sure. Oh, definitely. Argenis. <laughs> See, turn up. I feel like there was uh, puss and boots. boots. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, what I exactly. Great mercy from Arhenis. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a cologne. The way you say it, it. does. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm imagining like sounds some like a pre-shave, dude, like with bomb. a horse on a beach <laughs> at sunset. That's pretty much the way I've, I picture Argy. Only at your fragrance destination, Macy's. <laughs> Enjoy the free ad, Macy's. I'm, I'm sure you're listening. <laughs> no, you didn't hear they're the newest sponsor of the podcast. <laughs> Brought to you by Macy's. Uh, yeah, we're, we're all getting free cologne. No. <laughs> I think they're going downhill and bankrupt enough that we're on their level now. Right. Nailed it. Oh, that was sick. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So you had to go through the nightmare process of converting all of your Canadian licenses and, and now and now some ratings. I do. You 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 both know it well. Yes. Yeah. yeah I, you were uh, you know, big, I, a big part of that. I don't know it from the experiential level that you now do. I just know that uh, I've heard the process described many times from this man over here and have had to uh, clumsily communicate what I can remember to uh, people who are in your situation. So uh, how many jumps did you have with a Canadian license? When I got here? Uh, yeah. I think it was around eighteen hundred. And, I and got that here nineteen hundred. And that's a, a Canadian D license, is what you had, right? Yeah. It's well, a Canadian C. But I didn't, didn't want to tell you that. I didn't want to tell you that. There you go. So what what was it like? I mean, I know the process a little bit, but uh, for those who don't know, what was it like to become a, a, a United States Parachute Association skydiver from a CSPA skydiver? Um, you know that one more thing that we talked about. Mm-hmm. In the tunnel, yeah, it was kind of like that. You just <laughs> need to do one more thing, yeah. <laughs> Especially with the the tandem, it was like one more thing, one more course, one more whatever it happened to be. And I was sometimes like, oh man, I can't believe I've got to do this. And you did a great job at shit talking me a couple of times, like in a good way, like <laughs> very like you picked me apart. To if you did that on purpose, you nailed it because one I forget what you said one time. I was like, man, I kind of already have these ratings in Canada. You're like, cool, then go back to Canada. And I was like, <laughs> I don't. That's, you didn't hey, say it like that, I but was it was just, like I was just trying to express my Canadian passive aggressiveness. I was like, man, he's so right. <laughs> That sounds like something I would say, like totally in jest, like not. Yeah, I don't think all. you meant it in a mean way. Just yeah. like, hey, it's cool. Go back to Canada. Like, <laughs> that's fine. 
<laughs> it's kind of like everything. When you move here, you, I didn't I didn't have a social security number. I didn't have a, any credit rating, you know. And you go to the bank and you try to get a credit card, and they're like, "Cool, you've got a five hundred dollar credit limit." You know, yeah. like, man, but I have like, you know, three triple A rated credit in Canada, and this, that, and the other thing. They're like. Cool. Go back to Canada. Like, <laughs> you don't exist here. And Why didn't you, you stay have, there then? Yeah. <laughs> sounds great. Go back. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a, it was a bit of a process or process, however you want to say it. I'll take process. Yeah. I'll take uh, process. It's also a uh, parkade, not a parking garage. Parkade. I don't parkade. I don't like that because it sounds like a mixture of like a parking garage and an arcade. Yeah, and maybe doesn't it doing sound doing fun? It sounds fun, but it's not. Games. That's what that's where the problem Touché. comes in for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so angry. Yeah. That's, that's not what I was promised. <laughs> that's, this is a common Canadian word. Yeah. Oh yeah, I had to park in the parkade. Parkade. Yeah. I also, when I came here, I said, "Can I use your restroom?" Did you? That's You didn't say common. washroom. I say. I think I say bathroom. I yeah. started forgetting what I I usually. We say. actually only call isn't it washroom in Canada? No, no, it's it's the loo. No, you what? <laughs> the lo- yeah, Where you do you think I'm from? It's the Jacks, mate. <laughs> I swear a Canadian say washroom. Is that not a thing? Probably. Is it bathroom washroom. or washroom? I didn't know washroom. Canadians used the bathroom. I thought they all just went outside. <laughs> I almost did. Right? <laughs> <laughs> You're um, all witty people. But now I feel like people give me a, like a weird look when I say it. So I've had to like convert to restroom so I don't... See, when I think restroom, restroom. I think a public place. Yeah, me too. If I think bathroom, I think uh, the restroom at someone's house. I think I probably said washroom. Or wait, ba- which <laughs> one do you... Wow. So much more Canadian than you. It's crazy. How do you feel about that? <laughs> Pretty good, eh? Yeah. You should, fair <laughs> enough. I love hockey. Fair enough. <laughs> Calgary's still in it. <laughs> Are you a hockey fan? I am to like I, you know who's a hockey fan? Nick Serrero. That guy at the drop zone will be watching games. I'm not that guy, yeah, at all. But I definitely keep keep tabs on it for sure, I, especially I right now. I couldn't tell you a single current uh, uh, hockey player at all. What about uh, team? For sure, team. Uh, yep, I can think of the uh, How many Red teams Wings are in Texas. Ooh, uh, <laughs> not very many because of Dallas Stars. You say the Red Wings? Yeah, that's Detroit, right? Yeah. Detroit. Michigan, baby. Um, <laughs> the Colorado Avalanche. I remember them. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me think. Any Canadian teams? <laughs> I was going to say the Toronto Blue Jays, but we're not talking about baseball. Yeah. Uh, There's only one one baseball team in Canada. Was that it? Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. That's weird. True story. Fair enough. Well, it is America's favorite pastime. Yeah. So you guys weren't invited. Sorry. There's a... See, you're so angry. Toronto Maple Leafs. Is that that's, team? that's the one. Yeah. Canucks. Yeah. Alberta. Vancouver. Vancouver. Canucks. Yeah. Um, did you ever play hockey? Al- is this it? There's no. There's not an Alberta team. Yeah. There's Al- two. Alberta. They're actually. It's the. It's the Battle of Alberta right now. Who They're playing it? each other. Edmonton Oilers and the Calgary Sorry. Flames. I was a huge sports fan as a kid growing up. Collected a bunch of cards, a bunch of shit, but just. Haven't paid paid attention to sports since because skydiving. Skydiving is a sport. Yeah. Welcome. It is. <laughs> yeah, it's that thing that will just take over your life. Sucks. Yeah, it makes you move across a country or to different countries. Takes all your money. It's pretty insane how much yeah. of your life it can take up. Oh man, the um, it's funny that when you were talking about the ratings and and I made that comment about 
Um, you said, well, just go back to Canada if you don't like it. Like that's you make me sound like an asshole. <laughs> no, nah, it was great. I was, I like, I was, I was just like, oh, all right, I'll show him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get all my ratings. You um, had to get every license first, right? <laughs> yeah, they go a, a through A through D. A through D. Oof. Yeah, then, then a coach, coach rating, yeah. then a conversion for your tandem rating from a strong yeah. rating. Yeah. And uh, man, everybody, I feel like ponied up and helped me through this whole thing and keep me kept me going kept my attitude up and and like one more thing one more thing you were good about it. like you kicked in a lot the whole team i katie did it all yeah, <laughs> yeah. like everybody was was really passionate about me like figuring this yeah. out it's a uh, honestly i believe it's an overly complicated and and potentially undue process but i think it's also not fair to sit there and have to pick who can and can't go through an easier process uh, CSPA, APF, British Skydiving, I, I've said it on the show, a few other organizations do a good job of training licensed jumpers, making sure people have qualifications, that they know what they're doing, their ratings are well-structured, and some countries are just shit. Mexico has no governing body at all, at least not last time I checked. And uh, I honestly, when I'm looking at somebody from Canada going through the hoops here, I'm like, yeah, sorry, buddy. This, it sucks. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, sorry, eh? Uh, go back to Tim Hortons and get a cup of moose. I don't know what you do. Um, but yeah, dude, it's a pain in the ass. It really sucks. And there's a lot of one mores. Where, where are you at? What do you have? I'm, I'm done. You're done. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. He, he took so his first, uh, first timer at Spaceland this last weekend, I right? I did, yeah. It was, was a client. That was pretty rad. It was one of my clients. Pretty that nervous was, uh, guy. Yeah. I mean, I, it, was, it was a moment for me, too, because it was A, a client. B, it was like, I'd done the recurrencies, but it's still different, like... When it's a first timer again, and yeah. it's been a it's been a minute, and then <clears throat> you were in the plane, Nicole, Stephen. It was just like he was nervous. I'm like, hey, be thorough. Like this is also a client. Like you can't have this go sideways. And this was the first one after the recurrency. Mm-hmm. I even thought about it. Like I'd made a couple comments. I was like, hey, if you guys need anybody? Like the that weekend, I think the day before, mm-hmm. or the weekend before. And you're like, no, we're good. And I also had made the comment of. Uh, when I got that, I was like, hey, I'm really trying to train and I want to make sure I focus on skydiving because I know what the, the tandem hole at the drop zone, like it's happened to me where you just day after day, can we, can we get you? Can we help? Like, which is totally fair. But I want to make sure that my progression personally didn't get impacted as well. So I tried to set a line and then I knew this was coming up Sunday and uh, I'm like, oh man, this is the first one back with a with a client and then I was almost like man I wish I had had a couple you know regular customers before I take this this client and then I thought to myself I'm like what why am I that worried about taking this client like why would I want to take somebody else if I'm not you know feeling taking this client so we just went out like went after it anyway so it was good seemed like you had an awesome time yeah how did yeah. it feel for you he was super stoked it back Back after it, it feels so natural. Same, same when we did the recurrency with Henry. Because you had, I think you said like seven hundred tandems on strong. Is that right? Yeah, so like nine hundred or something. Okay, cool. Yeah, it was a, it was a big part because in Canada where I was at, <coughs> to get on more loads, you just you do tandems, or you do camera or whatever it happened to be. But, but at that time I was doing camera and tandems. But then bouncing back and forth, so I ended up selling my camera gear, so they couldn't do that anymore. That was my out. 
And then you were you were just doing tandems up there still, or you, that was when yeah, you yeah I was trying to do kit tandems. Um, same thing, like help out and stay current, which I think is important with anything, staying current. Um, and then trying to free fly and learn how to free fly. So I was flying down to the U.S. and trying to do some tunnel time, and um, I'd go and do some tunnel camps with Friday Friedman, and uh, then come back up and and try to boost the skills through the between the tandems, because the load. They're all King Airs or Navajos or it depends on the drop zone, but um, some days are slower than others. So if you want to jump, it's good to have a tandem rating so you can help out. And then when you're not doing tandems, then you can you can go free fly with your friends. Yeah, kind of let skydiving pay for itself a little bit. Yeah, yeah that that rig that I have is is paid by tandems. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's not a better way to do it. Yeah, absolutely. But it's also fun. It's a fun way as long as you're not yeah. burnt out and. For sure. and done a billion tandems like something special about yeah. taking somebody on their first tandem ever you For know sure. especially that dude that was in the play like he yeah, was I, I don't <laughs> remember your friend's name but man it's I, connor. I, I, connor connor that's yeah. right yeah but man it's it's super refreshing even just visiting w- with people like that like especially i think there was an added level of enjoyment knowing that this was like for you your first time again taking a, a real life first timer and that this was kind of your goal of, of taking clients and, and establishing some some good work relationships yeah it was cool to see that happening but even even aside from that just visiting with first timers in the plane who have that like good nervous like oh yeah oh, like they're having that holy shit moment but they're still having a lot of fun type of energy Oh, you're so stoked. Super fun. And though the the more nervous they are, the more appreciative they are of the experience, for sure. Like you get the 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 biggest hugs and the biggest congratulations when you land safely and and they were shaking in the plane. He he for sure was shaking in the plane. Yeah. I'm like, this needs to go well. (laughs) (laughs) I can't have him back out. He we cannot land with the plane. Yeah. So in your uh about nine hundred total tandems. 901 now. <laughs> have you uh, have you had anyone land in the airplane? Uh, one. One. It was, oh, man. I felt so bad for the guy. Uh, I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, it was a, um, it was uh, like a bachelor party. Okay. And it was like that scenario, the hangover, where they've got <laughs> the, the, the weird, you know, brother-in-law yeah, or Alan. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that got te- like brought along, and he was in the wedding party. How about that right in? <laughs> I guess that's why they call it Sin City. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Sorry, I watched that show recently. And Carlos has been saying that line all the time. Yeah. So are you? You got Is this the hotel pager friendly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I got the because he was the most nervous, and and uh, I feel like back then people felt like I could joke around and and calm people down um i got i got the nervous guy and uh you could see it like he was a super nice guy but super awkward very quiet very introverted um everybody who was with he was with was clearly more on the the jock side of the spectrum and very loud and boisterous and and he was just you could see he was tagging along so we got in and he was already starting to like hyperventilate a little bit or breathing heavy on the way to the plane. And of course you're like, Hey man, it's going to be like all good. I've done this this many times and this is how many skydives I have. And then I usually like to go through the other people on the plane. Like, Hey, how many do you have? Oh, you've got 5,000. Cool. How many do you have? Two thousand. Like, this is not a big deal. You're going to do it once. It's going to be okay. And I remember doing everything I could for this guy. And we got up to like, 5,000 feet and he starts hyperventilating and I'm like cool man like take a big deep breath try to relax like it's gonna be okay like 
doing whatever I could to try to calm him down. And like all jokes are off at this point because usually I use humor to diffuse a situation. And this guy did not need any like jokes. He needed like a friend. And we got up to altitude and he's like having a full blown panic attack to the point where I'm like, okay, this is, this is past my, my comfort level of like, I don't think this is going to be safe anymore because he's having some type of breakdown or something's going on that, that, uh, it's just not safe. It's not a good idea to try to push him any further. And I just said, like, hey, man, no stress at all. No judgment whatsoever. Like, do you feel like you can do anything that I've asked you to do on the ground? Um, can you do any, any, anything I've asked you to do? He's like, absolutely not. I'm like, do you want to jump out of this aircraft? He's like, absolutely not. Please don't make me do it. And I'm like, cool, man. Like, no stress. It, usually I would coax them to the door. And usually I'd like get be able to get them up to the door because I had a lot of people like do that like I don't think I can do it but they still move up you know what I mean like you kind of just nudge them forward and then they get to the doorway <laughs> and they're like I don't want it like I think I'm good well we're already at the door we're going like you <laughs> sit in the door and it's a King Era now so we we don't stand in the door like Spaceland but if you sit in the door we're going out the doors so, and then they grab onto the side of the door and you'd be like okay just let go of the door we're gonna like we're gonna go back in and then you <laughs> lean back to make them feel like you're going back in and then you huck them out. <laughs> As soon as they let go of that door, like, I'm not climbing, sitting back up with this gear in case it gets snagged or drove. Like, we're that far, you're going. This yeah. guy was not that far. He did not want to go. Um, so we went to the back of the plane, um, buckled back in, and the whole, like, kind of start crying and stuff on the way down. He's like, oh, I'm a pussy. I'm like, no, it's okay. Like, <laughs> I don't know how to deal with this. Dude's crying. And I'm like, I don't, what am I going to say? I'm like, it's okay. Like. This is awkward. <laughs> but that was the one time. Do you know if someone else had paid for his jump? What's that? Do you know if someone else had paid for the jump? To me, that's the most common person that rides down is a younger guy who someone else has paid for his jump. Oh, maybe. Uh, that's that's not every time, but most of the ones I'm that, that come now. to my mind immediately. It's someone they you know, haven't paid for it. They don't have any skin in the game. They didn't invest anything. It was someone else's idea. They're tagging along for for whatever reason or someone talked them into it. Uh, that's fair. I felt so bad for that guy. I felt bad for me because I had to like try to calm him down afterwards. Yeah. Like that it was a bad situation. Then I actually went to the uh, the drop zone owner and got him to offer him a ride back up if he had changed his mind. Uh, he was having none of it though. Like I was like, "Cool, you want to like cool, we're back on the ground, we're calm. I've got approval to take you back up if you want, you know what I mean? You want to tackle this again and take a moment." No. I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. It's nah. cool that you can like give him that chance, though, you know, to like, hey, collect yourself. Maybe, maybe you go again. Maybe you don't. But he, he seemed pretty, <laughs> pretty. Adamant yeah, about I think he was just. He, he, it wasn't for him, and yeah. that's okay. Like yeah, Scott Adams, not for everybody, and that's that's cool too. If you want to read a book on the couch and you get super stoked about that, like read all the books for sure. You don't need to skydive. You don't need to base jump. You don't need to do whatever kite surf. Like hang out, just be happy in life. <coughs> period. Go around telling everybody how good they look. Yeah, right. <laughs> See, doesn't that bring some joy? It does. It does. Fair enough. It really does. Uh, Alex, have you, have you dealt with any uh, uh, students writing down yet? Um, yeah, actually. I went with a young lady, I don't know, a couple of months ago now. Um, I don't remember all the all the details of the story, but she was with a group. Um, didn't want to go. We rode the airplane down. She sat on the ground for a couple of hours pondering whether or not she wanted to go. Um, and someone in the office was nice enough to, to hook her up and actually buy her second tandem, I believe. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah, we we managed to to get her up in the airplane, and and she jumped, and she fucking loved it, man. Like yeah. she she was how losing she? her mind on the ground. She's like, "Thank you so much. That's amazing." And it kind of goes back to to what you were talking about earlier of the people who are freaking out the most, and the people who have to overcome the most when they land safely on the ground, like they get so much better of an experience than the people who are just like, yeah, fuck it. I'm not scared. Yeah. <laughs> let's do some, let's do <laughs> yeah. some backflips and I shit. I wish we could have done more flips. You know, <laughs> no, the people who have to overcome some shit, those are the people who are the most grateful when they land. And that was exactly her case. Yeah. Like you could tell there were so many mental hurdles that she had to get over just to trust us to push us out and to, to have that entire experience. So yeah. it was, it was pretty awesome. And now you're a part of that Yeah, for yeah. the rest of her life. That's probably the, the coolest thing she's ever going to do. I hope not. Yeah. But that's probably the coolest thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's pretty sick getting to, to be Hell a part yeah. of those moments. You know? Congrats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And keeping people calm. In sure. like, yeah. They, they think they're going to like, I guess they think they're going to die. Like, I don't mm. I mean, it's a reasonable fear to have, you know, when when pe- when you think what people who know nothing about skydiving might think about when they're imagining <laughs> reasons to not go skydiving. Yeah, I mean, that's for sure on the list, right? I mean, yep. Bill Booth Absolutely. tells you if you're gonna go on, a, you know, if you're gonna go skydiving, you gotta listen to Bill Booth tell you that it <laughs> might kill you. Strong so, has nothing like that. Nothing. No, no. I, I, I'd already heard before I did the Sigma crossover. Mm-hmm. I'd heard the the bill booth video playing in the background and i was always yeah. like man this is uh straight up like hey this might not work people yeah. are flawed gear is flawed etc etc and i'm like what a thing to tell a tandem before they're about to go on a tandem and like how many after being told like people are flawed gear are flawed you can go somewhere else and and find a different way of doing this or a different drop zone <clears throat> ask if you want but like how many people actually take Take that note. So few. Right? Yeah. Like, I haven't had to deal with a refund in these circumstances. Exactly. In, How crazy is years. that? Yeah. It's, it's the pretty, perception, it's though. Crazy. It has to be safe. It has to be a roller coaster. Like, every, I think a lot of people roll in here like, it. this is just a, I'm going to, to Kima and riding the wooden mm-hmm. roller coaster, which is probably, <laughs> probably more dangerous, yes. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> um, But nobody does, right? Everybody goes through, even after they're, 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 I feel like Bill Booth isn't saying anything that most people wouldn't already know of of like, hey, you can imagine, you know, who, 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 I don't know. I can't imagine the person who isn't able to imagine (laughs) the the possibilities of a negative outcome. Fair enough. Fair enough. But, (laughs) but the same, same (laughs) is true for, for driving or for, for anything, right? There's always, there's always some driving in Houston's way more dangerous. (laughs) This is, dude, it's wild. My sister and her uh, her husband and their kids were in town not long ago, and I was so happy. Like I feel like you get used to it a little bit after a while, right? <laughs> you like, do. W- when you first show up here, it's like Jesus. No one is paying attention. <laughs> no one knows how to merge. No one knows how to. Nobody signal. cares. No one knows how to give you enough room. No, and nobody cares about any of it. And it's like, man, I'm, I'm, I thought that maybe I had just become more of an asshole while driving, <laughs> but my sister and her family are in the car. And uh, I mean, it felt so good to see someone else get as upset about the traffic as, <laughs> as I feel. I'm like, okay, I'm not, I'm not that unreasonable about it. Where is she from? Uh, Salt Lake City, Utah is where, uh, where I grew up. That's where they still live. Nice. How, how are the drivers in Canada? Uh, way nicer. Yeah. Way yeah. more friendly. Waving you in. So, oh yeah. The wave. Oh yeah. The wave. yeah. Uh, you know what? So when I, it's going away. 
like everything, as cities grow, yeah, the wave's going away, and it breaks my heart. I will, I still wave for sure. I'll extra wave just to promote waving. <laughs> Two hands. Hell yeah! Like, <laughs> hey, like I'll do big waves. I do big waves, dude. Like, you know what? Also, I'm so they know that my hand doesn't have a gun. You ever do out the window yeah. wave? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Or at the sunroof. Ooh. Oh yeah. I can't reach. You that. make more money yeah. than me. Yeah. Too fancy. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> sunroof and moonroof. There's a. What are you talking about? Too fancy. There's a limited. The same vehicle I have parked in the driveway. What? It's the same vehicle that I have that's parked in the driveway. Yeah, there oh, are two, that's two explorers out there. That's Val's car. The that's Val's car. He's got the two nice Mustangs in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See? Thanks. Hey, throw me under that Mustang. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man, the wave's sure. going away. It, it freaks me out, too. It's, it's sad. Yeah, super sad. And you can't be polite here. If you wave somebody in, they're yeah. confused. <laughs> and if you let somebody <laughs> in, they're confused. You're like, what is this so guy being planning? a dickhead and driving aggressively is predictable, and the name of the game is just being predictable on the road. But if you're nice, like when you get here from Canada, and you're like, cool, I'll let you in, like people, they hesitate because there's like, no, there's no way this guy's letting me in. So then they hesitate. You're holding up traffic. Everybody's pissed behind you because they're like, <laughs> look at these two assholes. <laughs> You're supposed to cut him off. Yeah. And <laughs> if you do, then it's predictable. Yeah. It's messed up. Yeah, it's terrible. What so you've been here for a couple of years now. Yeah. Do you you pretty much have the habit of don't let anybody in, be aggressive, all that stuff. Like pretty you, much. You pretty much and assimilated. Get, it happened like Man. two days ago. Somebody does, let me in and I just about I just about ro- I'm the drove off the road. I didn't know what to do. I let people in all the time. If you have your blinker on and you want to get over next to me and you turned your blinker on, I'd be like, yo, I slow down, I wave you over. I roll down See, my but you window wave, in the rain. Right? That's the, the key. You wave. I'm that's nice. the Yeah, that's the great but, thing about it. Yeah. I played chicken with this Asian lady. <laughs> oh, dude, don't play chicken with my mother. <laughs> that's crazy. I knew she looked familiar. Crazy. Man, <laughs> crazy I, round I, eye. I'm <laughs> I did. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. <laughs> 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 have you not heard round eye before i, think I have that's <laughs> the best part i got the first time i was racially abused i was dating this korean girl and her dad called me round eye that really happened yeah that, that really happened a, that is amazing oh yeah and so as soon as you said it i'm like oh, i'm dying like you back. brings me right back to christmas <laughs> dinner when man yeah did he? Meet, did he was and I was he, like, I was just, I, I didn't know what what being racially abused meant, but like, yeah, I was like, wow, this really, this is what it's like. It really happened here. Oh, it was amazing. I got the gray beard and all. Oh, he hated me. Oh, he hated me. Look here, round eye. Yeah, he was not happy. Was either. it? So it was said with disdain. It was said with like, oh, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> somewhere in between. But it was very. Cl- the situation was very clear. I was not a welcome. Addition to the family. <laughs> Those Asians, man. They're so angry. Very, very subtly racist, but very out in the open when there What's are with no that? white people. Let's talk around. about that. You <laughs> dropped a <laughs> nuclear bomb on my family. <laughs> I'm from Canada. I it did nothing. I'm in America. <laughs> and all of America is the same to me. All oh, you round, they look the same. Round, <laughs> That's fair. round is round. I bet you we do all the same. How you do? You look the same. <laughs> Nick, Nick, and another Nick. <laughs> No, I just turned it to an Indian. I don't know what's going on. All right. Fair enough. Round is round. Can't brother. even do your own yeah. mother's accent. Ah, dude. What a sacrilege. She gets so mad when I make fun of her accent. She doesn't really get mad, but at the same time. What's your best Asian accent? If I just try to talk normal, it pretty much comes out. <laughs> oh, you let go now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait until pumpkin soon. Uh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Man, I don't. What's my best Asian accent? I like it. It has a go rhythm, and I can dance to it. Thank you. <laughs> no, you're too white, man. I can't. We yeah. got you. I, I can't. You're on our we team, man. Yeah. yeah, you definitely white. Yeah. If I um, way to go, Dad. <laughs> if I speak Japanese, which is very limited at this point in my life, the Asian accent's very easy for me to have. But dude, I don't. I last time I spoke Japanese to any level was, uh, fuck, thirty three years ago. Give me a good sentence in Japanese. Uh, you got something in there. Watashi Give me no like a good, good sentence. No, Oh wow. My mother is Japanese. I can speak a little bit of Japanese, oh. so that was very simple. Good. Yeah. So my sister's probably like listening to this and just making fun of how bad I butcher the language. Hey Debbie, I'm hoping. <laughs> hey Debbie, I I have it. I speak like imagine if you learn whatever language you learn till you're the age of eight. And then you don't speak that language ever again. You only have the context, the words of an eight-year-old. There's words we say at 12 years old that we don't say as grown-ass adults. So my Japanese friends will make fun of me because they're like, yo, dude, you speak like you're in seventh or eighth grade still. I'm like, I, I'm a grown-ass man, and I sound like an eighth grader. Great. Have you been in the packing room at Spaceland on the weekend? It's a whole <laughs> bunch of eighth graders. <laughs> oh, my God, man. I do. I feel old in the <laughs> yeah, packing room. That makes me feel good. <laughs> Maddie's the most mature fucking one in there. It's the unbelievable. True story. Man. For real. I am I am not a, like, I don't want to be negative, not a, a fan of kids, but like the kids at the drop zone have always been like just running around and yelling and, and whatnot. So I'm always thinking yeah. like, man, I feel like these kids should be in a playground and like Maddie's just like calm and chilling and always yeah. happy and stoked and doesn't say a peep unless you even like, if you don't address her, like she's not ever going to say a word to you. No, and like the nicest kid. kid ever. Yeah. She's yeah. awesome. And man. a ripper in the tunnel. Yeah, she can fly. Crazy. That's it's upsetting. Awesome. Have you flown Very upsetting. Her? When she can do stuff. No. I'm, a, I'm on the opposite <laughs> spectrum. Dude, I've flown with her. She can hang at pretty high speeds. Oh, man. Man, if you're, if you're trying to work on some low speed and she's trying to work on... I mean, man, I, I really feel like we were flying at 88 or something like that. I bet. I'm not, it doesn't even surprise me. Yeah. It's uh, especially when you see kids in the tunnel. It's the same as snowboarding where you see like a little little ripper grom yeah. throw up something. And you're like, Sling, like no fear. That's same all as Maddie. Know. You see, like, I can't do that. Like, fuck. Yeah, it really puts it in perspective. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> yeah. And they learn so quick. Yeah, Here thanks I a lot, am. mom. Here I am with a three to one rule, and Maddie's just in there like, "Oh, cool! I'll learn this today." <laughs> yeah. Cool. What else you got? <laughs> Need some head up carving? Cool. That's easy. Well, she's got three skydives, man. She's on her way. Yeah. 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 Just Very three. Cool kid. I know she had three. Yeah. yeah. She went back and did two more. Nice. Yeah. Fuck yeah! Good for her. She's in the club. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool kid. Shout out to Maddie. Shout out to Maddie. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Maddie better not drink to that one. That's just not allowed. Yeah, I was just true. picturing Matt Clanton, the UPS driver. He's been drinking this whole time, <laughs> delivering packages. Oh, dude, I, feel, yeah. I feel so bad. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, Matt. Let's go. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Nailed it. So you got your tandem rating to, to be able to take friends, to be able to take others is, is part of what you did? Uh, yeah. To, to basically, so the deal I had in Canada before I left was I would take clients up that wanted to go, and there's like a, the forever bond that you will have with somebody when you take them on their first tandem. Um, <clears throat> number one, you have the bond with that person. Number two, in my opinion, they'll go back and tell everybody about their experience at the office um, and yep. throw your name in there. That's free advertising. For sure. And, uh, I mean, you just, you're going to be part of their memory for the rest of their lives. Like, they're going to still be like, 
50, 60, 70. Like, oh, I did a tandem one time. You're part of that. Well, let me I tell you with. about my passive-aggressive friend, Scott Rumble. <laughs> this is Canadian. So you said you just took this dude recently, and a part of it's you're not current, so mm-hmm. there's a little bit of those extra nerves. Yeah. But you also probably realize here you won't stay as current just because it's just the nature of the way things work. Um, have you considered making yourself more available, doing tandems a little bit more regularly, just to stay stay in the loop, just to stay current? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, any aspect of the, the sport, currency is key. Uh, any sport, really. But um, I definitely don't want to let it go. And there's there's minimum requirements, but those minimum requirements requirements on a yearly basis are, are still They're too a low. joke, man. They yeah. really are. Nah. So I definitely want to make sure I take the opportunity to stay current so that uh, you can provide the best experience, right? Like feed off each other's energy. And there's something special about when you're high energy and super stoked and um, you can bring a level of calm uh, to the situation when people are having their moment. Yeah. It's their moment, not yours. Man, so you, I love your perspective of skydiving and we're going to run out of time if I don't get to this this question. What you take away from the sport is tremendous, it seems. What you give, I see you interact with so many different people, various walks of life, various groups, various personalities, and they all cross roads, but they all seem to cross at you. Um, what is it the sport does for you? What What is it has a sp- skydiving done to give you or change, or if it has at all, adjust your perspective? It makes me feel like shit on a regular basis. <laughs> 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 it makes me feel never good enough. <laughs> Which... Which secretly I want to torture myself, so I just Hell keep yeah. coming back for more. <laughs> Sounds like Nick Lott. Yeah, um, man, it, it's a it's a. F- I come from a drop zone that that is very m- more family orientated. It's about the people. It's the the social system. Here is a whole different animal for sure. It's about progression, um, but I I feel like I bring that that aspect and outlook into it here, and like it, it is a family, and we're all doing a. a I wouldn't say like a, it's a special thing. I don't know how you want to term it or the label you want to put on it, but like it's a family and you've got the, the lawyer making, you know, 500 or whatever they're making a year. We're taking a selfie. I want to take a selfie. Um, next to the guy packing to, to make the next jump next to the, mm-hmm. the new jumper that's just trying to struggle through school and pay for the next jump to, a doctor that's making whatever and it brings everybody in a in a rare rare time in life like you don't you don't get the intermixing of of those groups usually those people hang out over there with their people and now at the end of the night and we don't really have uh fires like we did back home but like at the end of the day everybody's hanging around the same fire talking about their day talking about how stoked they are um, geeking out about their jump, whether that was a really cool jump or they thought of, you know, like the the hundred jump wonder. It's like, oh, I was sick. You know what I did? To, like, it all puts to everybody in the same spot, and it's one of those. Th- it happens kind of in climbing, and there's a few different split, yeah, but it only really happens in sport where it levels everybody out. Yeah, kind of really cool. doesn't doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, how much money you make, whatever. Like 
everyone uh, is kind of on the same playing field, especially with like <laughs> you can't buy your way into being good at it, right? Bullshit, you can't. <laughs> I mean, you can buy your way you into, wrong. The, into the tunnel, right? <laughs> it's, <laughs> not, it's not if, it's how much it costs you. Yeah, just keep tossing money. But you and I'm, I have no natural talent, so it costs <laughs> right, so, so you. So you still have to invest the time, though, right, to... Uh, to gain that skill. Hey, if you want to get good, you've got to invest something. Whether sure. you yeah. you quit your job and go work at iFly, or whether you quit your job and you're a bum like a skydiving bum, or whether you you get a career and you invest that money into into skydiving or into the tunnel, like you pay one way or the other, with time, with money, or or. It's not a poor man sport. It is not. Yeah, no, for sure. but everybody yeah. pays one way or the other. Everybody pays. Yeah. Even if you're the, the iFly instructor, you know, it was once at some point I had a choice. I want to skydive as much as I can or I want to skydive how I can or, or how I want to rather. And that choice was I have my job and I can jump every weekend and make as many jumps as I can afford every weekend or I can skydive full time and make as many fucking jumps as I can and do some fun jumps in between. Yeah. And, and that's the price I paid. I mean, it's, it got me Valerie, so it paid a good price. It worked Nailed out. Nailed it. Yeah. Man, she's really nice. I can't believe she's with you. <laughs> <laughs> she's such a nice lady. <laughs> <laughs> Second All time right. tonight, we wrapped it up early. <laughs> Wrapping it up. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I like Kurt. being in control over here. <laughs> <laughs> Too much? But yeah, that's a, that's a really good way to put it. It, it really is a big, uh, big old melting pot of like super interesting personalities. And the relationships that you get to build with people, yeah. I feel like you just wouldn't stumble across normally. Yep. So yeah, like that's that's a really really and good. And everything in it. between. Yeah. You know, from super introverted to somebody said it to me the other day. They had a neighbor. Um, they came up through work, and they're like, "Oh, my neighbor! I, I wouldn't even have guessed. They're such a quiet, nice couple." And I talked to them, and they had met through skydiving. It kind of sounded like they didn't skydive anymore, but. Um, there's this perception that skydivers are these extreme, loud, you know, boisterous people, but a lot of them are, are introverted, a lot of them are quiet, a lot of them, you know, it's a, a mix from one side to the other, and it, it's pretty cool that everybody, whether you're introverted, extroverted, social, you, whatever you do, um, it pulls everybody in, and they're they're jumping in these these groups, whether it's belly or free-flying, yeah, it's really rad. Yeah, absolutely. It's really cool seeing people who start off very quiet, too. You know, maybe they start from student status and then they kind of blossom in the sport. Oh, man. Maybe man. they pick up a couple of skills, too, and gain some confidence. And then you really get to see that person grow up, for lack of a better term, you know? Absolutely. That's one of my favorite things, like seeing people... Uh, at the, at the beginning stages of the, of the progression and then seeing them grow not only as a person but their skill set as well. Yeah. Like it's amazing what people can do, especially at a place like this where it is very uh, progression-oriented and people who have time or money or both to just hit it as hard as they fucking can. Like, yeah. People who have made some really, really cool things happen here. Yeah. <laughs> this place is, is a very special place for that. And it's not only the facility and the plane power, it's the people down here because it... I could have come down here with a, a different group of people that were around the drop zone with a different mentality, and I wouldn't wouldn't have progressed like I have. Um, you know, the the everybody that jumps here is just has this progressive like charging mentality, and if you don't want to have that, that's okay too. There's there, you can show up, do a few jumps, and just and you have the choice. Yep. You don't have to charge, but like man, people love charging down here. Like <laughs> if you want to learn some shit. 
there's people here that that will want to learn some shit with you. It's been pretty rad. Do you have a highlight of your skydiving career so far? Like, do you have a, a jump that stands out or a, a, a camp that stands out or anything like that? For you, what's what's the best skydiving has been? There's no. There's been other so than many. the couple jumps we've been on together. There's <laughs> obviously, it. yeah. Uh, it's a special thing when you come for a rip. That's for sure. Yeah. At the is. end of the day, especially when you get chosen, you know, like Nick's coming with this group. <laughs> Dude, that's, that makes me super happy. <laughs> like even like the people still want to jump with me. It's like, man, it's super flattering that people want me to, to come with. Hell yeah. It's like, man, so many people have, uh, especially in the last couple of years, I don't feel like I've added to my skydiving skill set very much. So it's uh, super cool when people still consider me part of the group because it's Hell easy yeah. to spend enough time on the ground to feel like you're not in that group, you know. Dude, you're you're on the tunnel schedule. You're in. Dude, I want I want to get yeah. there more. It's so fun. It's I hate how much fun it is. It sounds like so, sounds like somebody else is being. Dude, added you gotta to get the Al- schedule. If you get Alex on the schedule, it's he'll get so me on there for sure. Expensive. What? So yeah. expensive. Yeah. Not when you're sharing it with a few other people. Yeah, I'm getting yeah. it figured out. Yeah, I had a I had a canopy budget for a long time, and that's not. If you I break, mean, it's paid off. So if you break down sure. time in the wind to. The amount of time it'll take you to learn that same skill in the sky oh, is a I, lot cheaper. No, no, I can't. I can't argue that the, the the skill value that's there. It's just if I go fly in the tunnel, I feel I feel like it would be something I would want to do a lot. That's it's one of the things that I tend to do is I go overboard when I get into something or I do something, and I see the tunnel. I know what you mean. Three four <laughs> days a week, I'm going to be in the tunnel. Oh, like, it's, it's sad. Th- that's expensive. It's, it's been up. a sad, like, yeah, I have a special relationship with the, the staff at iFly Memorial. They've Direct deposit to iFly Memorial. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When Joe was there before he got promoted, he made a comment, and I've made sure that I, I didn't keep a tally as much as possible. And he made a comment one time. He just started laughing about, like, I'm like, ah, oh, it's probably, I've been here this much, and it's probably, he's like, oh, no. No, 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 no. It's wh- I'm like, no, stop. Don't even say. <laughs> oh, Joe, I don't even want to know. Joe knew how much money you had spent. There? Uh, I don't think he knew, but he like he was like, Ball oh, it's park. it's yeah, you're not even close. And I'm like, nah, it's it's not that bad because we do four way and at that time, but um, just even recently with with I was doing a lot of solo. Dynamic. He just tried to tell me it was cheap. It is, but don't tell me. Well, you don't have to go. As much as I, like I'm on a mission. Yeah. You have a choice. You can go on Thursday night and do four way, mm-hmm. and and it costs you like sixty five bucks. Yeah, that's a lot of yeah, money. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, and Asians yeah. are also cheap. But there was a, a time when I was I was dead set on learning <laughs> at Down Out Face, like dead set on it, and it took a lot of like solo yeah. drill time, and that that adds up. Um, yeah, I could see that for sure. Yeah, yeah. The last three months were like dead. St- that this is happening. Did you get it though? Yes. You feel like you nailed it? Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. I can now lead and follow. Fuck yeah. Not it's not pretty, but do it you feel like you can do it in the sky too, or is it mostly a tunnel thing? I've never tried it in the sky. Okay. <laughs> you asked me that question. You're like, what do you? I'm like, I don't know. I think about throwing a hip. <laughs> I'm like, but that's in the yeah. Tunnel. We talked about it. you're like, uh, I pray. <laughs> yeah. Well, first I pray. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, no, but uh, it's like I feet think over the top, throw a hip. It's the only, not the only, but it's uh, when I think of things that I can only do in the sky because I learned it in the tunnel, that's like the top of the list. Is it? Yeah. I've be- never tried, so I don't know. It's weird because, I mean, for me, it's just relying on the muscle memory. Like, I, my body knows how to do that. 
So it's like I'm just envisioning the. I mean, I, maybe I'm not even thinking about seeing the wall of the tunnel as much as I'm just looking over my shoulder and committing to the to the body, the body position and the movement. Because it has to starts. turn you. Your your shoulders and your hips are going to follow that. Yeah, head if rotation. you can if you can do the same thing in the sky that you do in the tunnel, yeah. it's it's going to work. You know, it's. Uh, you just know the so line. I'm gonna, I'm gonna so cut. You know, I'm gonna cut sure. the corner. Is what you're gonna say? Yeah, maybe. I mean, you <laughs> don't have a, a, a visual reference to steer against, so yeah. you could literally be cutting the corner and turn right back around, and now all of a sudden you're just like backing up. You're just you're just uh, on a belly angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that could totally. Yeah, you happen. never know. But uh, <laughs> it's super fun, and it looked good. Yeah. Like it's it's getting there, dude. Oh, thanks. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. that's super exciting. It made me want. I'm like, man, I want to try that now. I mean, done it in the sky. He made it look good following it. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't as cool as it looked. I promise. I bet you it was. Go- I thought it was cool. Oh, thanks. what? I'm nobody. No, you're not nobody. You're somebody. That's nice. Scott Rumble. That's nice. Especially coming from another big bald man like oh, myself. Oh yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Half of that statement was true. See, yeah, it's I'm the bald big as part, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bald as fuck. <laughs> no, I'm bald. I'm balder. What about you, DJ? How are you bald? I'm pretty fucking He's bald. He's bald. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, fair, fair enough. enough. Yeah. Who, who is the baldest in the room? Do you think? Ooh. I, well, so no. Alex by age, age for sure. Okay. But like well, currently, I have more hair on my head because I didn't haven't shaved it in a while. But yeah, that yeah. that no, brings up an I interesting bet you point. I have less hair. When when did it start for you though? When did it start? Oh, when I was I was in high school and people were making high comments. school. Yeah, it's so like seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, I guess so. When I first noticed, I was nineteen, but it had been a minute. So you probably got the, my be- the bald spot in the back. Yeah, I was on the football team, and people were like, "Hey, the the lights are glaring off the back of your head, Rumble." Yeah, that's sure. kind of rough because like I f- I discovered it on my own. No one told me about it. Like I was working out, and you know how there's <laughs> multiple mirrors and stuff <laughs> in like a gym. Yeah, and I saw myself from the back, and I was like, "What the fuck is on my head?" Oh, that's my head. Oh, holy shit! It's it's it has begun. <laughs> but how lucky are you? so? What age was that? That was uh, nineteen. How lucky are you that you lost your hair? That you don't know what it's like to have hair. Now imagine yeah. if you went through your whole life and had hair, and then in your life late 30s 40s you start getting the receding headline right how That's how me. yeah i got a I, one of my best friends Corey. he's slowly going bald and yeah. i love just shout out to Corey. Up. yeah wait so time. you feel like it's better Fair to enough. lose it early like Fuck yeah you know, really I, I don't yeah i've settled into this <laughs> right <laughs> i'm not losing anything it was never there yeah right it was gone but now Corey, for instance He's slowly balding. You have to slowly ha- say goodbye. He's having a hard time to deal with it. Yeah. It, it wasn't that hard. I just, it, okay, I'm going bald. All right. Well, when I get there, I'll start shaving my head. And it just happened. Dude, it was tough for me. Like I had, it's, it I, it caught yeah. me off guard because I thought I was never going to bald. And in my 30s, young 30s, people said, hey, you're starting to thin. Um, nothing bad, but enough to catch my attention. And I started paying more and more attention and. Typically kept my hair pretty short. They would grow it out, buzz it to nothing, grow it out. So didn't care much. And one day I'm like, yeah, I'm just sticking with a buzz cut. It, it just, I, uh, as soon as I real, the first you time look I a little sh- sad as you say that, though. you <laughs> say it didn't matter, but you just, uh, you, I feel like you just had a little moment. So no, so it didn't matter. I say that the saw the, the look you saw was the day I let go. I was just like, it doesn't <laughs> the day matter. I let go. Yeah. See, you have a day. Yeah. You have a day when have you a, had to deal with it. I don't have a day. It was never there. <laughs> I don't have a day or a moment. And just general, I was like, oh, no, it there goes like, my hair. <laughs> it sounds like you're just in denial. That's what it, <laughs> it was never right? there. I was and born. And there was this <laughs> little like glimmer in his eye, like, oh man, it was so beautiful. <laughs> you're, you're talking to him. Right I'm now. talking to you. You're yeah. in denial. I'm in denial. Oh, for sure. Oh, you're no, projecting right now. 
man. I do remember my mom one time. She's like, hey, I've, people with I've hair. been shaving my head for a long time. And she's like, oh, Scotty, like, why do you shave your head? It's it was your hair is so beautiful. I'm like, mom, it's not coming it's back. Falling it's falling out, yeah, it's, mom. It's not coming back. Like, this is not a choice. <laughs> <laughs> my mom didn't understand the growing out of the beard. I think that's why I never mourned, because at least I could grow a burly beard mm-hmm. and look like, you know, a... I never mourned. A skunked man. <laughs> I look like I, I got Pepe Le Pew on my cha- my face here. Good what? looking man. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. you very much. Yeah. The beard hides the ugly. So <laughs> Nick has seen the full face and it is uh entertaining. It's good. Yeah. No, I'm not, I don't think I, I have a bad looking face. I have a eighteen year old looking face. No, I, I liked watching other people's reactions <laughs> to your <laughs> face. Funny, because like I, I recognized you immediately, <laughs> right? And I even recognized the smirk on your stupid bald face when you were expecting me to have a reaction to said face. Yeah, and like then it. and then I just got to watch you have that interaction and, and see some people genuinely not recognize you. Yeah. I, I've I've shared it before, I'm sure, but my favorite was Scooter. Uh, Tammy Hart driving through the parking lot. Girl who used to throw drugs here, and she's. Most people didn't recognize me until I said something to them. She saw me driving through the parking lot, and I think it's because she saw me get out of my car and walking out of nowhere. She lays on her horn, and I look over and she's laughing hysterically, pointing at me, wailing on her horn as she's trying to stop her car. She's not gonna hit me or anything, just straight at me, just laughing her ass off. I'm like. Well, I'm glad my face can do that. For yeah, that's you. a good that's a good confidence builder. First thing in the morning, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I had done it before, so there's no like I, I enjoyed the moment. You know, the first time that happened to me, I was like, my I I don't know how to feel, man. You guys laugh at my face, like don't make fun of it. It's my face. I don't have as much of a beard, but it's not pretty when it comes off. Three years ago, I, we had a mm. a thing at work, and we all shaved, and it's. Not okay. Have you ever just let it go? Like, yeah, big, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, pretty close, pretty close. Okay, man, I am. I'm thinking about going a little bit burly again. I don't do it often. Uh, you remember the year, and I did a year long beard at some point. And we're talking about going to Renfest as a group this year, and I'm mm-hmm. thinking about growing the beard out for it. Yeah, like get it a little bit thicker than here. So I'm either like a person at Renfest or Osama. I, I don't know which <laughs> one I'm going for, but I, I mean, I just feel like a lumberjack would be appropriate. You've been to Renfest? Yes. I went for the first time. It, it is full on. It is it? That is, a, if you've never uh, been, I haven't been. It is an experience. He's part of the yeah. group. Where, yeah. See that Valkyrie head right there? Yeah. On the, that, that's from Renfest. Oh, yeah. It is, yeah. A, it is a thing. Sick. People live it's for that. I realize people, this is their, this is their skydiving. They party yeah. at night, and from everything, I've never stayed stuck around for the, the night parties, but from everything I understand, and a lot of skydiving friends who go to this, they can show a lot of skydivers how to party. I mean, yeah. they have a good fucking time. So at Renfest, are people in character? Oh, yeah. Some, Huzzah! Yeah. <laughs> like, nonstop. <laughs> Huzzah! <laughs> so like, are they getting drunk as their character? Oh. Like, are they staying in character throughout the party? Oh, think? yeah. That's commitment Dude, to the role. Fucking, uh, what's his name? Jack Sparrow shows up every year. Have you? Did you see him? No. So, uh, dude dresses up as Johnny Depp, Jack Sparrow, man. Fucking absolutely. I like, I have a question more than once. Is that, is that, uh, Johnny Depp playing Jack Sparrow? This dude cruises Renfest every year, walks around like Jack Sparrow, has That's the drunken walk down. I mean, he's fucking nails it. Yeah. Um, people dress up and you can talk to people. I'm, I'm talking to somebody at a store there and I'm asking them legitimate real world questions. Like, yeah, what's this place when it's not here? What do you mean? And they will not break character or break role. 
Um, I got one guy to talk to me enough about like, yeah, man, this is just where we're at. We're committed. Um, the the old magic water fountains that pop up for spring like whatever bullshit he was he was saying. But people who wearing pins dressed in garb work there. People who aren't wearing pins, and they describe the pin to you, are just people running around playing idiots, just having fun. And the number of people without pins and garb it was fucking ridiculous. It's a good time. It's a lot of fun. Sounds like a really good time. Majority of the people are dressed like we are right now. This is how this is how I probably dress, mm. except for it's usually around Halloween, so it's, I'm dressed warmer. And I think you'd go all in. Uh, I have not. I've never gone all I in. I mean, yeah. can what what are the limitations on costume? <coughs> Zero. It's full on. Dude, Dude, I think that you most would put on some crazy Star Wars shit and go. And there are people who do that. 100%. Oh yeah. I'm going as Don Johnson this year, though. Hundred <laughs> percent. So I uh, a whole nother story. People go as stormtroopers, steampunk, uh, s- a- anything. Yeah. That's <laughs> Alex keeps shooting me this look like he like he's just waiting for me to get excited about. All Sounds this. like it's right up your alley, Nick. I mean, I don't know. I could maybe go and get silly. Yeah. Didn't you? But here's do you know the problem with Renfest <laughs> for you? Is it's uh in the uh, weekends? It's on weekends. Mm. That is your biggest problem. Yeah. I'm trying to find when you say do people dress up um, and are there any limitations? I'm trying to find this one motherfucker. Did you dress up, Scott Rumble, when you went? I I ended up getting uh I felt a little out of place, so I ended up getting one of the like a shirt, okay, like an old school like uh I don't even know what you call that, like a tunic. Yeah, like a puffy shirt. Nah, yeah, I wish it was a puffy shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Yar. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair um, enough. You know, it's threaded at the the collar. Yeah. You know, like yeah. uh, what what I guess maybe a knight might wear underneath their okay. armor or something like that. I don't know. It's like a ye old undershirt. Yeah, ye old. Yeah. Huzzah! Huzzah! That's all you need. You need ye old, and you need huzzah, and you can probably oh, get man. by a red fest. I ended up. I ended up drinking too much, and yeah. everywhere you go, like if you just scream that out, like the whole bar, because that bar, like the place is is. Ten times bigger than you think it would. People be. yell huzzah back at you. Oh yeah, it's yeah? it's yeah. Does it ever get old? Or do pe- are people just does as fair enough get old? Never fair no. enough. Everybody's stoked. <laughs> Everybody's yeah, dude, stoked let's all go. the time. It's this their thing. Awesome. Yeah. What's the skydiving version of that? What's that? Huzzah! Yeah. Huzzah! Oh man! Because it used to be hey asshole. What? Yeah, that's that's yeah. not really a the thing fuck anymore. Yeah, that's, that's you. old. That's old yeah. shit. There's a lot of old shit that just doesn't come up anymore. Um, who are the Rodriguez brothers? Fuck the Rodriguez brothers. Uh, I don't even know them. Brothers, yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's, yeah. yeah, I don't know if we have. Here's to him. Like him. Fuck him. Yeah, I guess that still happens. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard like a couple of people. Uh, I think it was Monty. I, I heard say it first. He'll be like skydive, and then other people will be like skydive. But even that, I feel like, is not that common around here. I haven't seen anybody get pied in a long time, or like yeah, yeah. yeah it's been man. I don't know that I can remember. Uh, dude, I don't think I've seen a post-COVID pieing. Yeah, I haven't I either. I and I've been here since oh COVID. Oh my god! Yeah, dude. So for those that are just listening, DJ's now showing costumes at uh, Renfest. There's a uh, what is the name of this creature? Centaur. Centaur. Centaur yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this my guy is there every creatures. year, every weekend. Uh, anytime I've gone to Renfest, I've seen this <laughs> that street. guy. Yeah, or just some guy. other guy with that build and that costume. No, I'm no, pretty sure that but that man. guy will know everybody. Yeah, like no. that guy will be the guy. Everybody takes yeah, pictures the with the centaur. Sure. He is no, he's he's a fix of state. What do you think he does? Is he, is he the centaur of attention? 
Oh, <laughs> I see what you did there. Fair enough. Um, one year we saw a kid walking in a black cloak, and he had black, uh, y- you know those green outfits that Mikey had everybody wear? Yeah, like a morph suit is what yeah, we call yeah. them. And it was just an all-black suit underneath the robe, and it looked like the robe was floating in midair. So it was an invisible man floating in a cloak. People dress up in the weirdest fucking crazy shit. This is their this it's, is their thing. It's a, this is they're coming out of the gates. They, they live for it. it. It's this LARPing. is their their skydiving or the book. Like I said, if you don't if you you don't like skydiving, that's cool. Or you're into books, cool. Read books. Like if you're into Renfest and dressing up, like people, I, from what I understand from a few people I talk to. Um, people will take like a week or two weeks or three weeks off. Like this is their vacation is going and camping at Renfest mm-hmm. and like do it. And they have like campsites and they're all done up in the old school way, you know, like it's gnarly. This is their thing. Yeah. It's hard to believe, but that's a thing. I think Alex is going. Dude, it sounds awesome. Man, but it's you've on a got weekend. a big year ahead. I, yeah, it's, tunnel, it's all this tunnel year. you're going to do. <laughs> you no, just we'll got to plan it for a weekend that is not rainy because yeah. it's just no fun out there rainy, but Isn't it's going to oh, be a cloudy day. Cloudy. Cloudy. October? It goes on October forever. through October. Thanksgiving. It's like four or five weekends. Every yeah. weekend's a theme weekend, so pirate weekend, Halloween weekend, uh, just whatever dress, but it doesn't matter. People dress as fucking Star Trek. Like Dr. Spock, I've seen Spock there multiple times. Not the same guy ever, but nerds show up in droves. Yeah. So. Sounds like you guys have fit right in. Thank you. <laughs> Wait a minute, where's that button again? Where's the switch? Play the music. <laughs> Man, it's a, it's a good time. So you went just the one day, or how long was your experience? I uh, went for the one day. One day. And the one night. Were you, were you and the, the one lady? night. And I showed up. The next morning. Were you with a lady? Stream no. Were you with a I man? Was with a group. Oh yeah. Hell I love yeah. men. Me Scott I've <laughs> small places, right lots of men. Sure can't get in the way with holding hands with, uh, with dudes. What is that? Oh, a yeah. full otter? Love. Lots of dudes. Sign yeah. me up. But. Come get some. Cram it in. <laughs> I job. hope there aren't there aren't any hopping pops on this load. Let's keep it tight. <laughs> <laughs> you were excited yes. having Connor sit on your lap the other oh, day, huh? Oh man. Oh, so that's why you got the reading. Oh, yeah. Dude. It's all coming together. That's how you like close client interpersonal <laughs> yeah, clients interpersonal relationships. Yes. That's like I, I even told him like, dude, this is the closest we're ever gonna like. You're never gonna be closer to another man than right now. Yeah. And he's like, I know, man. <laughs> <laughs> but it feels feels good right now. And I'm like, <laughs> I know it's okay, buddy. It feels right. Yeah, we're, we're gonna be all right. <laughs> it's crazy to me where we'll get on to commercial aircraft and you like hope and pray that that middle seat is not taken so you can have a little bit of space mm-hmm. and then people show up at the drop zone and they pay all this money to sit in a complete stranger's lap that yeah. is supposed to save their lives and they don't even have a clue at how many jumps that takes because if somebody's like how many jumps do you have and I'm like, the, I used to say like how many do you think I have and they're like I don't know like 50 and I'm like <laughs> okay Cool, like I've got fifty. Like, <laughs> let's go for a rep. Like, man, they have no clue at all. Like, it's just, I think it, it's just a roller coaster. That's a though. good question to come back with. Yeah. How many do you think I have? That's oh, it's a, great. You'll get good. all kinds. You'll get everything from like a thousand to like twenty. Like, no, no concept, right? Because you don't yeah. know what you don't know. Yeah, it's a completely different environment. They probably think you just show up one day and like, cool, I'm gonna have a job. Like, can I have a job, Tandem Master? Cool, mm-hmm. we're we're good to go. Well, I'm gonna do the training, and now I'm. A tandem instructor. Do you still know the person that took you on your first tandem? I never did it for... Uh, I, I did a ride-along. 
I learned, <laughs> I learned <laughs> static line. Did you? Okay. Yeah. Nice. Dope yeah. on a rope. Yeah, I learned on a static line. So what was sure. that first static line jump like? And I know the instructor. It was not good. It was not a good situation. <laughs> okay, t- I wasn't coming back. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I was not happy. Like, even the instructor's like, are you okay? You look like you're turning green. Um, I had... <laughs> Is this in the airplane? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, he had... Uh, he had made a comment and then I, I got out and it was, I don't even remember the skydive. I just remember landing and, uh, I got down everybody like, so I was with a group that I worked at the bar at that time. I was a bouncer and the whole group from the bar, uh, was going, <clears throat> I didn't really want to go. They got me to go. We went out, everybody's celebrating. They're super stoked. It's from a Cessna, obviously, um, static line and everybody's stoked and celebrating. They're like, I was the last one to land. They're like, how was that? I'm like, ah, it was okay. They're like, oh man, how crazy was this? And I'm like, ah, yeah, I could, like, I I think I could take it or leave it. And they're like, what? What is wrong with you? And I'm like, ah, I don't know. Like, I just didn't feel anything. It was like I was dead inside and like, (laughs) oh. So I put the parachute down. Everybody's celebrating. Everybody's like, oh, we're coming back next weekend. We're going to get our license. We're all going to do this. And I'm like, cool. Like, see ya. And I got back in my car and I was driving. I was like 30 minutes from New Lowell or or something like that. And all of a sudden I was like, holy fuck. What, what the fuck did I just do? And I remember being like all amped up in the car. I'm like, what just, that is ridiculous. Like I just jumped from an airplane. I landed and I survived. And I just, it was like, it, it hit me like 30 minutes after mm. the fact. And then I called everybody up and I was like, Hey, is anybody actually going back to do this? Cause I've got to try this again to see if that happens again. And see if I like this. And the, everybody always has an excuse, right? Like, oh, I got this, I got that. So I ended up just showing up and, and doing my second static line on my own. Um, and then the same thing happened, but quicker. And then I just kept coming back. Hell yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I really love that. Like the classic story, uh, we see it a lot with tandems. Like people are out drinking at night, whatever. Big group commits to it night before morning after like two people show up and they're like fuck the rest of my friends i'm doing this shit yeah you know so like people who have that commitment and man i love seeing that hell yeah because everybody like there's so many people how many people how many times do you hear like oh i'd love to do that cool like let me know when you're like i used to be like cool let's set a date and then you follow up with them yeah like when i first started jumping like oh come on out we'll we'll hang out set a date no they oh no man i gotta work sorry yeah oh my grandma's sick oh i got a flat tire Oh, I can't afford it. Exactly. Yeah, oh, I'm busy. Eventually I got to bail. you just got to say fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> now I just say like pick a weekend. Same as clients. Yeah. Uh, if it comes up with clients, and I try to try to separate the two, but it, it comes up for sure. And uh, they'll be like, oh, I'd love to do that. I'm like, cool, pick a date. And they're like, okay, yeah, I will. And then you just never hear from <laughs> them again. Those are the people. Connor, the dude I took on the weekend, he, he admitted, he's like, man, I've always wanted to go skydive. And I'm like, and I just, I just certified at that point. And I was like, well, funny enough, let's go for a rip. And he's like, what? I'm <laughs> like, cool, come on down to the drop zone. I'm like, let's go for a rip. And he's like, you're kidding. I'm like, no, I'll hook you on. We'll, we'll go out of the plane. And he's like, really? I'm like, yeah. Like, just pick a date. He's like, what are you doing this Sunday? I'm like, I'll be at the drop zone. He's like, all right, I'm coming. That's my like, Cool. And he showed up. Hell yeah. That's yeah, so he cool, drove man. from Austin straight to the drop zone. No shit. Uh, from a trip or whatever, and came out and did a tandem. I was like, "This is badass." You think he'll do another? Uh, man, I don't. I he said he will, but I'm always very apprehensive about 
He seemed pretty stoked though, and really appreciative of the whole experience. Like he was one of the he was shaking in the plane. He actually at one point he's like, "I'm scared," and he was on the other side of that when we got on the ground. He was hugging me like you get the biggest bro hugs from the sport as well, whether it's a tandem or like learning a new thing in the tunnel. Like when I was learning head down out face, I've never gotten so many bro hugs in my life. I feel like also some of those were 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 because I didn't kill somebody. As people <laughs> trusted, like, following me. Thank you for not killing <laughs> We me. survived. Yeah. Go, yeah, we did it. <laughs> like, why do you look as excited as I do? We didn't think you had it in you, but you did. I <laughs> feel... Was that? Those, those moments are so fun, though. Watching a friend, like, when, when you see the switch flip for somebody and you watch them first start to get it, man, I will, like, in a genuine way, it pulls me off of the bench and I'll fucking jump up and up and down. Yeah. It's, it's so fun. And you see that at the time, like, when you know somebody's grinding at something and they're putting their full their full effort into it and then it's the same as um you know you really notice it at uh, i fly utah that's where i learned to do um head down transitions but there's they have such a, a skydiving crowd there that usually there's a camp or other people or you roll in and somebody else is learning something similar but they just went through that same progression or maybe it was a year ago but it's pretty pretty recent if they're they're up there training and, you know, they see you grinding away for two, three, four days. And then finally, like, you hit it the first time. And there'll be, like, five people pounding on the outside of the glass, super stoked, celebrating. Um, instructors are losing their shit. Like, um, Devin, Devin Rowan taught me head-down transitions. And I'm a very large man. I was even larger back then. I think it was, like, 240 or something like that. And I feel like he was more giving me, like, the bro hugs. Like, he flew up and, like, grabbed my head and started humping it. And I'm pretty sure he did that because he was more happy about not having to hold me through a transition like the end was near. Because I can only imagine having to hold a 200. Because in, in Utah, they crank the wind speed up. And you, you kind of, like, just throw it. Um, or at that time they did. I don't know how they're doing it now. But I'm pretty sure he was so stoked about, like, finally getting to let go of me and not have to, like, hold on to this massive raging pinball through the tunnel. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's a it's a good place to learn. If anyone's interested in doing a tunnel camp, it's a it's a good spot. Yeah, the, and I do think that yeah, some sometimes you're hucking it because they're they're putting you through it and, and fast forward. They're trying to get people to their goals. Oh yeah, but uh, they put an unreal amount of people through in in an unreal pace. And <clears throat> there's the slow and pretty way, and then there's the the faster way, and there's pros and cons to both. I think. That being said, one advantage is like you said it was mentioned about the time and money that comes with it it's not a cheap investment so if you're learning the slow way and you're not getting it and you're not getting it and you're not getting it people definitely go and like i can't afford this i'm gonna go do something else and they give up i definitely have seen a lot of people go through there and they're like cool i got head down transitions then you got to work out some of the the hucky part of it later but ultimately they stay in the sport they they keep progressing that was me like I came back to Canada and I'm like, sweet, this is the greatest thing I like. And it kept me like charging. Now, if I learned it like a slower way, it'd be frustrating and I'm not getting this and how many tunnel camp. Like, so there's pros and cons to both. That being said, when I came down here, I definitely had more of a hockey transition when I was doing VFS um, for sure. So then you've got to unlearn that as well. So six and one half dozen another. Well, uh, dynamic night count me in. Fuck yeah, dynamic night. What night is Dynamic Night? Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Dynamic Nights. Yeah. Baby. Baby. 
<laughs> Dynamic nights, baby. All out face all the time. Hell yeah. Are you stronger right shoulder or left shoulder? Right. Okay, you're right? my guy. I got to follow you. Oh, yeah? Right's my weak way. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Mark, uh, I was doing some, some training with Mark, and he's like, well, uh, he said the same thing. I'm like, oh, right's my strong way. He's like, well, left's mine, and you're following me all the time, so get used <laughs> to it. And I was like... All right. Did he also tell you to fly your ankles? Uh, yeah. It's okay. all about flying your ankles. Dude, I was, I swear to fucking God on that 10-way uh, movement jump that we did the other day, I heard my voice inside my helmet saying, fly your ankles, and I did better. <laughs> right? <laughs> Shit works. It's all about it's great, the ankles. Yeah. Great theory. your head down, head up, fly your ankles. Baby. Yeah. I didn't say baby, but it still worked. We'll try that next time, but maybe you'll but do it. Dude, it might work even better. You're right. You just gotta it's engage the hashtag it. of 2022. Fly your ankles. Yeah, fly your ankles. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Fly your ankles. That's yeah. a that's a phrase to live by, right there. Yeah. Well, so what's next for you, Scott Rumble? Are you, are you doing that 200 way? Is that uh, is that part yeah. of the plan? Yeah, Hell yeah. I'm gonna do the 200 way. I'm gonna attempt to do the 200 way. Or the 200 way is gonna do me. <laughs> when um, is the record? August. Is it in Chicago? Yeah. Nice. Have you yeah. you've been there before? Yeah, yeah. Nice. We did the. I, I've done a couple camps, and then the vertical sequential uh, world record was in Chicago. Fuck yeah! As well. So, how you feeling? Feel. You looking forward to it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it'll be cool to to see how it it all comes off. Um, with two hundred friends, like that's pretty gnarly. Yeah. Nine that's planes. That's a lot of people, yeah, and a lot of do nine planes. Up. That is a lot of fucking airplanes. I, uh, I've made the joke so many times. I'm like, man, it'll be really cool to watch 200 people do the walk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know about 200 people in the air at the same time, <laughs> but it, it all kind of looks the same. We did the um, sector camps in Eloy, and uh, that was 100 ways. And that'll still be the, did the 77 way um, sequential. So that was kind of the biggest, but I was part of the base on that. And then this was. I was first stinging at the um, sector camp on uh, uh, on the the second pot on the bridge and and on the bridge and it doesn't look that much different as far as the the sight picture whether it's three planes or five like it does but it doesn't I know it's kind of the same if you they always said to me if you can do a forty way you can do an eighty way you can do oh it's just pods building. Um, and there's definitely some truth, I feel like, to that as well. There's a lot more going on, but it's it's pretty gnarly, especially if you're floating and you see five planes fall away. Yeah, it's got to be a pretty insane type picture. Yeah, yeah, it was really rad. So I'm, I'm pretty stoked about uh, what's to come in Chicago. Um, okay. And then it's a, a big push on movement this summer as well. Um, I feel like dynamics help my VFS a lot, nice. um, for sure. And... Um, Biggs is next weekend too. Yeah, it's coming right up. That's Memorial Day weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. What's next week? Is it what? Live Biggs event? When is, is that it here? The twenty. Yeah. Was it twenty? Whatever the twentieth weekend is. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Yeah, damn. I think it's next weekend. Oh, it's on that weekend. Yeah, twenty. Uh, <laughs> fuck, I don't know. 27th, 28th, 29th That seems right, yeah, because the 30th is uh, is Memorial Day. Yeah, that's got to be it. Man, I have found out I am out of town for a lot of really good events uh, this year. Um, Tropical Space Camp, I think, is August 11th-ish. Oh, yeah. It's going to be and so I, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. it's going to be so delicious. A lot of, a lot of cool people coming into town. I'm running away. You going? Yeah. yeah. Man, Mr. Rumble, as we wrap up, any advice, what one thing would you tell a jumper 
to take the most away from the sport, and I don't care in what context. <laughs> one thing? Yeah. Um, tell somebody new. You're telling Connor. This is the one thing I'm going to tell you about the sport. Uh, it, it's, not, it's not if, it's how much. Anybody, if you want something bad enough in this sport, you can train into it. Um, I think I made a joke earlier. I have no natural talent in the sky at all, and I still kind of suck for sure. But if you put enough effort in and you put your heart and soul in it, you can definitely... You can definitely get it, whether it's head down, whether it's out face. If you put the time and commitment in it, this sport will provide. Hard work and money. It pays off. That's it. Mm-hmm. Mr. P, what you got, bub? Uh, the Scott Rumble's a handsome fellow. He's looking oh, real good today. That's all I got. Man. I was going to say that, too. Fair enough. Bunch Sorry, of, I stole your line. It's a bunch of good-looking dudes in this room. Bunch of good-looking dudes in this room. Bunch of good-looking no dudes. No doubt about it. I feel some kisses coming on. Oh, yeah. Big bro hugs. No, just kisses. <laughs> Wow. I don't hug you. You haven't even blinked. You look yeah. right in my eye. I'm getting like, really wow. tired. <laughs> <laughs> I just went from six to midnight. Dude, just what movie is that up. from? Do you know? What's that? What movie is that from? Went six, from six to, midnight? to midnight, yeah. Oh, my God. I can't remember. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. It was uh, Jonah Hill's character. Jonah Hill. Yeah. Oh, no. I just, he took my microphone. Son of a bitch. <laughs>